XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Vous avez lu l'histoire de Jesse James? Comment il vécu? Comment il est mort? Ça vous a plu, hein? Vous en demandez encore? Eh bien, écoutez l'histoire de Bonnie and Clyde. Alors voilà, Clyde a une petite amie. Elle est belle et son prénom c'est Bonnie. A eux deux, ils forment le gang Barrow. Lorsque j'ai connu Clyde autrefois C'était un gars loyal, honnête et droit Il faut croire que c'est la société Qui m'a définitivement abîmé Bonnie and Clyde Bonnie and On n'a pas écrit sur elle et moi. On prétend que nous tuons de sang froid. C'est pas drôle, mais on est bien obligé de faire taire celui qui se met à gueuler. Bonnie and Clyde. Policeman se fait buter. Qu'un garage ou qu'une banque se fait braquer. Pour la police, ça ne fait pas de mystère. C'est signé. Clyde Barrow. Bonnie Parker. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Chaque fois qu'on essaie de se ranger De s'installer tranquille dans un meublé Dans les trois jours, voilà le tac-tac-tac Des mitraillettes qui reviennent à Bonnie Parker, Bonnie and Clyde. 
Let's get down to it, boppers. Buddies, buddies, it is the Ron and Fez show on what science now tells us is a Monday, the only day that we've ever named after uh, the moon. That's what you get from us, moon. Nothing else. The shittiest day of the week. That's right. That's right. Fuck you, moon. Uh-oh, you sound a little grouchy. It sounds like somebody's got the case of the Mondays. <laughs> Let's nuke it. What, the moon? Yeah. Fuck the goddamn waves or whatever. Can I tell you something? One nuke ain't going to do it. We got we got plenty. We can, we? If, we can, if we can destroy the Earth, they said we can destroy the Earth like 12 times over during the Cold War. Yeah, but I don't know if we can cut it in half. I think all <laughs> we, we can destroy the people, oh. not the Earth. We can Fuck. destroy life on the Earth. All right. Oh, I feel but stupid. But my friend, life will find a way. I guess. I've learned that from a science fiction movie. Cockroach monsters or whatever. Um, all right, we'll get this thing started. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Hey, uh, Freak Dog, you're on Fez. Hey, love the opener, but maybe second opener later in the show. April 29th, 1992. We are in the 20th anniversary of L.A. burning during the riot. Well, it's the day after that, right? Today's the 30th. 30th. So, well, I mean, we had that up on the site. So yeah, we had that up on the site yesterday. Um... Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure you don't even recall this, Hicks, but uh, you were probably watching your TV when I was participating in some anarchy. <laughs> That's the difference. It's a great fucking song. And great riot. You know, the first place I hit, it was a liquor store. I was getting all of that liquor I couldn't afford. You know uh, what's funny about that song? Is I really did just watch the whole thing on TV. I just watched them sitting there going... I don't understand why they're fucking up their own neighborhood. Why aren't they running into B-Hills? 
Come on. Oh, then they would have fucking, that thing would have gotten shut down real quick. <clears throat> National Guard. Oh. Fucking shit. All right, it is the Ron Fez show. Uh, lots of stuff up on the IB wire today. Hicks, uh, what's gotten into your kitchen? What are you thinking about? Uh, I love the uh, the Nike designer taking shots. Well, what exactly? Th- again, this is a fucking Twitter account. Yeah, it's a Twitter account. A and... guy that we've never heard of before. And now today we're supposed to hate. Yeah, Jason Petri, I believe his name is. It's it all uh, goes around uh, Derek Rose, who fucking for some reason was still in the game <laughs> during like a blowout, oh, yeah. and then he's out for the fucking season now. Well, you know, people always act <laughs> like, why fuck? didn't you pull him? But no one expects this to happen. <laughs> I mean, he's a basketball player doing uh, basketball shit. And now the Bulls are fucked, and they should be in full panic. Well, what exactly did this guy say that he tweet that was so awful? Okay, so th- so he gets injured, and then he tweets, you got one guy only getting stronger and one guy breaking down before our very eyes. All right, see, let, let's explain this. This guy was a Nike shoe designer, and basically act- the reason why Derrick Rose blew out his ACL is because he was wearing the wrong shoes. Yeah. He was wearing Adidas. And if he was wearing some great LeBron James Nikes, Mm -hmm. he would go on and do better things. Everybody was furious with this guy. But really all he was saying is our equipment is better. We take better care of our guys. Come on, dog. Rep Nike. This shit's the shit. Now, the problem, of course, is you put anything out there on Twitter and you infuriate everybody. Yeah. And then he hashtagged, should have signed with Nike. He should have. I mean, I think the Nike money is probably better than Adidas. And maybe everyone likes Nike more than Adidas. Well, you know, here's the problem, though. There's so many different guys. You're not going to pay everybody LeBron money. So maybe fucking Adidas gave him a better deal. No. You know? But see, well, look what happened now, Derek Rose. I think fucking uh, Nike had offered him 360 bucks a week. Jesus. It's not good at all. And shoes for him. And two of his cousins. Just two? Yeah, he's got a lot of fucking cousins. They have a fucking entire shoe factory. It almost well, sounds were... like a mob deal, where it's like he didn't sign with the right people, so they put a hit job out on his knee. Well, that is crazy talk, but the reality of what they're saying is if you don't have the right shoes, this will happen to you. Now, I don't know if any of these shoes actually protect you. I mean, we could watch the show, Fez, to know that, you know, Jeff Galuli didn't go running out there and fucking smack... Derek Rose's knee. Imagine if that did happen. That guy came back out of nowhere. Well, this is the second guy this year uh, that fucking ripped his ACL like that. You know, one of the star Rubio. fucking players. Yeah, my guy that I wanted to fucking root right on through the Olympics. By the way, London is so freaked out about these Olympics. Are they? Yeah, the security is fucking insane. <laughs> And now they're talking about putting missiles oh, no. at the top of their fucking stadiums. Okay. So they can missile up some motherfuckers. What? Are the drones are going to come flying into the fucking thing? Nobody knows. We live in a goddamn world of Terminators. London hasn't gotten over the Blitzkrieg. They understand death from above. I'm going to let that one go. I'm not even going to step back on it. You know what? I'm going to give you a couple today. Just come in, fucking top of the key, something fucking crazy. You got it. But, of course, after Atlanta, uh, when that Olympics went down, we had the explosion there. You've got to admit, when you watch the fucking Olympics now, you're like, I hope nothing goes wrong here. 
I don't know. We might be getting out of the point where we can have Olympic Games. Because oh, people are fucking sick. We have to have the Olympics. We had Atlanta. You had Munich. All right. The Blitzkrieg of the 40s. <laughs> I don't even know if they Blitzkrieged in, in England. It's tanks moving fast. But the fucking important thing is this. You can't fucking settle down for a second. Well, we just want to have a nice fucking competition between countries. Nothing we like better. You know, the Greeks were so civilized, they shut all their shit down. They was like, all right, if there's a war going on, everybody fucking stop. Whatever. Because the Olympics are important. I mean, what other time am I going to watch fucking curling? But I watch it's it every true. winter Olympics. And then suddenly you take a huge interest in diving and yeah. fucking all these sports that don't matter. Check this shit out. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you're suddenly you're like, oh, this little girl, she's got to fucking do this. The entire fucking country's resting on her shoulders. You, some fucking 13-year-old girl you never heard of, and you're like, please stick to landing, please. <laughs> you're fucking, you just wanted everything to be perfect for her so we can finally be Czechoslovakia. Dicks. You know they're just fucking basically slave laboring those kids into fucking gymnastics. Only two big things that really get to me in the Olympics. It's all nice. I watch it all. Yeah. The 100 meters... And the decathlon. Those are the two places to say, is that the best athlete on the fucking planet? No one sits around and watches the fucking beach volleyball and say these are the best athletes on the planet. <laughs> I'm proud the, of this. The decathlon winner in the United States has done very, very well in it over the years. So we always have high hopes there. The 100 meters, I'm sorry. Fastest man on the planet. Yeah, we ain't going to win that. <laughs> that ain't going to fucking happen for Maybe us. Maybe we can just boost up our training facilities. and Now... We've uh, got the on the 42 today, it's grilled cheese month, which I didn't even know about this. There's a whole month dedicated to grilled cheese? We need 30 days to say thank you, grilled cheese. Thank you for everything you do for us. I mean, I love a grilled cheese. I, I, first of all, is there a human who doesn't? I guess, well, even the vegans and the vegetarians can fucking, that's they their love fucking grilled staple. Cheese. Well, not vegans. They have to have soy because... Soy cheese. Yeah, they get really upset if someone squeezes a cow's tit. It, doesn't that make the cow feel better to get all that fucking milk no. out of it? They squeeze it with machines and oh. they hurt it. Oh. And the only thing that should get milk out of a cow is a little baby calf. I feel That's bad. the vegan way. But I'm still going to eat cheese. Now, is there one of these grilled cheese sandwiches? See, 42 fucking beautiful mm. ones. God damn, they look good. But I'm going to ask you a question. So you look at some of these grilled cheeses, and you see uh, there's bacon on them, some of them. There's guacamole on a couple of them. There's uh, onions and stuff like oh, this. Yeah. Is that still a grilled cheese if you go adding extra things to it? Because they did a, uh, this thing of the best grilled cheese sandwiches in America, yeah. and big chefs are going out of their way. To, you know, And I'm like, I think once you put bacon on a grilled cheese... That's a bacon sandwich with cheese. It's like a bacon cheeseburger. It's, I've always fucking thought to myself, I'm paying like almost a lot less for fucking a goddamn bacon, uh, fucking grilled cheese with bacon. It doesn't make any sense. If you add meat to it, no, it's not. It becomes something else besides a fucking grilled cheese sandwich. All right, so you're saying meat, on, uh, meat only. But if meat you only. like some jam or something. Or so some if other. I put tomato yeah. on a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. I think it's still a grilled cheese. Grilled now, cheese with tomato. Here's my problem with that. If I just ha if we didn't grill it, and I had a uh, tomato sandwich, and I added cheese, that would be a fucking tomato sandwich, yeah, not a fucking cheese sandwich. 
Yet you're saying the simple act of grilling it... Just throw it on that grill, heat it up, melt it. Somehow changes the science of what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can agree with that. Oh, God, I want a grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, everybody wants a fucking grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> That's the point of this. <laughs> Thank God there's this month. Now, let's go back to your thing that you said when you add bacon, right? Yeah. If you add bacon to a cheeseburger... Yeah. That's still a cheeseburger. It's a bacon cheeseburger, yeah. It's delicious. So this would still be a grilled cheese if you were to follow your same rules. It's like you're battling against yourself. No, I must battle for the grilled cheese sandwich and its purity. Uh, let's go over here to Garth. Garth, you're on the Run of Fish show. What up, buddies? Uh, there's this kick-ass place in uh, Cleveland called the Melt Bar and Grilled, and it's a grilled cheese place. I was there for the broadcast and shit, and Jimmy's show, and uh, four ounces of cheese on every sandwich. I had the Cleveland cheesesteak, fucking flank steak, portobellas, onions, and fresh jalapenos. It was a bomb. And you still call that a grilled cheese? Yeah, I guess, you know. I, I mean, got news for you. I don't think I want four ounces. I don't mind. You know, I go through this with delis. And abundance is not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the right amount. Quality. You want quality. And then if I'd like more cheese, perhaps I'll order another sandwich. Now just sit there and try to bite through four ounces of melted cheese. Mm. Um, Dan, Tennessee, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, my wife puts mayonnaise on a grilled cheese and it just fucking skews me out. So gross. Yeah, I've never heard of such a thing. That's weird. I think a grilled cheese is uh, cheese and bread and, of course, the outside, butter. Not the inside. No. no, We're not fucking crazy, crazy people. <laughs> this isn't some fucking lunacy. Uh, Dan, you're on the Ron Fez show. I haven't heard from Blitzkrieg yet. I'm waiting for him to jump in conversationally. Dan, go ahead. Hey, buddy. Yeah, you pretty much hit it on the head there, Ronnie. It's got a... You gotta freaking coat the shit out of the outside of the bread with butter, and it's gotta be cooked in a uh, you know a nice pan where you get that nice sear on the outside. You can't have a oh, fucking yeah. mushy, soggy, greasy fucking grilled cheese. No. You gotta put the right amount of butter on the outside, a good piece of fucking thick sourdough, and and where you fuck it up is like you said when they try to put too much shit in the inside. Just put good quality ingredients, and you don't have to fill it with so much fucking garbage. But you're you're a sourdough guy. Yeah, absolutely. Sourdough uh, toasts up, gives it that nice golden color, and it gives it a nice flavor profile that blends nicely with the cheese. All right. Uh, here's uh, Walter, Virginia, your manifest. Hey, Ronnie, I'm just curious. Where does the patty melt fit into the scheme of things? Because it's, it's like, totally different. No, yeah, a patty melt does not fit into Grilled Cheese Month because mm -mm. a patty melt is about what you're melting, whether it's the beef or even, in this case, which I will order in a diner, a tuna melt. Oh, shit, yeah. Right, yeah I, but that's, so that's not a grilled cheese. No, that's no, not, not a grilled cheese. That's just melted cheese on a it's sandwich. A, yes, you're melting grill. the cheese on a fine sandwich. See, I think bacon is the only meat you can get away with it and still call it a grilled cheese. You can't. Then it's a bacon sandwich. I think the bacon acts more like a condiment in this uh, respect. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Because if you're going to bite into that sandwich, right? Yeah. I think bacon suddenly becomes the fucking point of it all. I don't have a problem with a bacon sandwich. Mm. But... Uh, as a matter of fact, have you ever been into a restaurant, where, like a diner, where they say, would you like your grilled cheese with bacon? No. So you know that you're fucking, <laughs> you're going off into a specialty product here. <laughs> that, why would you say bacon doesn't belong, you, you, it wouldn't change it, but tuna or beef would? 
That's fucking, it's all the same there. You've got a meat product. I'm sorry, folks. You've left uh, grilled cheese out. Um, William Manifest. You could perform better just by wearing Nike. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Who's on the... Again. I like this song now. Who's on the phone today? Dan Perlman. Send me Dan. Dan Perlman, get the fuck in here. This is a really good song. Alright, Dan, I want you to understand something. Yeah. You are the first intern. Who hasn't been able to handle the radio show? Is that true? The yeah. first? The first. Yeah. Dude. I can't imagine Hans Bonanza's any better. No, that. Hans Bonanza. You, first of all, this is the worst fucking class <laughs> I've ever heard of of retards. And for the second time ever, Hans Bonanza's photo shoot is a wash. This one won't no even more. see the light right, of the day. No what happened? I'm going to fucking pay out of pocket for that. <laughs> so it won't go in. What happened this round? It's Don't worry fucking, about it, Dan Perlman. They look like they're trying to be two fucking, excuse me, Fez, gay guys just fucking hanging out together. There's nothing funny about it. Um, and I'd say three more things, but I won't out of respect to my good friend Fez Watley. Thank you. I can't wait till he takes a piss. Uh, you've got to be able to turn this around, in. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. In every other way, you're a fine intern. Thank you. But you become his bitch. Yeah, yeah he's you, fucking you. Yeah. Where, though? In his ass. See? And no, then when he's done fucking saying. his ass, when he wants to come, he fucks his mouth. That's ass to mouth, Dan. You're getting ATM'd. That's horrible. Where's your ATM card? So you've got to turn this thing around, and not only... Do you have to defend this? Yeah. You got to be able to hit him where it hurts. Mm -hmm. You got to start giving him reverse phone calls, yeah, right. call him back, making his life a uh, uh, a fucking nightmare. Okay, a nightmare. Yeah. Um, Don't get back in there. Okay, you can do it. We believe in you. Don't take Thanks. any more shitty cocks right. in your mouth. This happens again. We're fucking taking your card away, and you're gonna be sent back to the street. Just mode. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's that song you singing? I actually went and looked it up on the fucking internet one time. I was just enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you guys gotta find stuff. Internet has everything. Uh, Andy, Chicago, you're on a fez. Aaron, I need a ruling. What's the what's the type of cheese that can be considered a grilled cheese, or when does it go uh, out of bounds? Like my girlfriend loves Gruyere grilled cheese. That starts to get pussy. I mean, you know what I'm saying. All right, if I'm out at some restaurant or something and everybody's making a big deal out of it and it's an appetizer, I'm going to try it. But sitting around at your fucking house and you're going to go, I'm going to go off from the standards. You just you just fucking living in a fucking. Well, the fuck, game. the fancy artisan fucking grilled cheese sandwich is all the rage now. The a couple places open in my neighborhood that's just the fancy grilled cheese spots. Well, look at these fucking pictures. Yeah. These are all just fancy, fancy. These fancy are fancy lads, <laughs> and that's lovely. <laughs> but don't go running around calling yourself a grilled cheese. You're now a guacamole sandwich with melted cheese. You're now a bacon sandwich with melted cheese. All right, one time, is, was this qualify as grilled cheese? I um, was drunk. It was about 3 in the morning. I got First of all, yes, that does qualify. <laughs> I got a bunch. There was no cheese, but there was some bread and polio string cheese. So I peeled the polio spring cheese onto the bread and melted it into a grilled cheese sandwich. Is that You count? and Dave do the grossest fucking sports show in history. What are you talking about? The string cheese stuff. <laughs> 
was good at the time. It's years ago. Uh, Jamie, you're on Fez. Does it have to be one of those craft singles, or can you use First like of all, a fancy cheese? If you have a craft single in your house, you're a fucking animal. <laughs> Why can't you just stop? As the guy to slice some fucking cheese for you at the market. Get a half pound of fucking thinly sliced American cheese. That's what's the problem there? That single, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say this again to you folks. If you're gonna eat those things, don't even bother taking it out of the plastic because the plastic is made out of the same thing as the cheese. And a single's never enough anyway. Yes, it's so gross you want to eat more. That's the fucking point of this. It's so disgusting. You want to pile it up. All right, this grilled cheese sandwich has mozzarella sticks in it. That's a bit far. Uh, this is this has become the rage. Just throw weird shit into the sandwich. Yeah, and that's a mozzarella stick sandwich. It's not a grilled cheese. <laughs> I'd rather just have mozzarella sticks on the side and have a fucking grilled cheese sandwich. Sasha, you're on a fuzz. Uh, hey, so here's my question. How do you feel about it? Do you want the grilled cheese straight up or pair it with a nice tomato soup? What is my mom there? Am I getting ginger ale? Am I taking the day off school? You can have tomato soup if you like. No one's oh, taking yeah. that away from you. Hell yeah, get some tomato bisque. But it's not a hundred. It's not a hundred percent. When you're in the mood. I mean, you're gonna have a fucking tomato soup in the summer while you're fucking sweating balls. Oh god, that sounds terrible. And again. Dan has got to be able to turn this thing around with Radio Shark. I fucking would hope so. Jesus Christ. Get the now, fucking voice down. am I right when I said this is the worst class of interns ever? <laughs> Dan Perlman shows improvement. Hands Bananas after that last fuck up. Hands Bananas is... I, don't, I can't believe that he's got a full ride to college. Neither can I. I'll be totally honest. I mean, he's honestly the stupidest smart person I've ever seen in my life. And... He only has one fucking way of expressing himself, a mumble. He should be in these mumblecore films. Oh, hands and hands. At NYU, what do you do with your fucking money you're giving out? And at no, uh, did, no fucking way did he know that you were working him yesterday, the other day, when you were doing the yell? No, he, he thought... He, and he honestly thought you were going to be fired, and he saved you by mumbling to me, no, he's a good guy. And then shaking my hand, yeah. He, fucking idiot. He saved my career. What's he, what's his major? Journalism. He doesn't have to get up and go to chase a story. <laughs> Woodburn Bernstein bananas. Uh, Mike, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, Ron, I want to know uh, what do you think about the Monte Cristo? Do you uh, consider that a grilled cheese? No, it's it's the fucking it's Monte, Monte Cristo. Cristo. That's why it has the name. <laughs> well, it's grilled and it's cheese. Yeah, it's a Monte Cristo. That's why when you fucking order a Monte Cristo, if a grilled cheese fucking showed up. Or, let me, let's me let put it this way. If you ordered a fucking uh, a bacon sandwich and a grilled cheese showed up, you would say, this isn't a fucking what I ordered. What the fuck is this in front of me? Monte Cristo's no way is that grilled cheese sandwich. It's crazy talk. All the fucking meat that's prerequisite for the goddamn sandwich. And... I'm going to take this back before. Once you add meat, the meat is the fucking sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. The, the protein. I might even let you get away with some of these other fucking flavors, but not a meat. No, the protein is what fucking changes everything. So I think Bloody the meat sharks. Is, I think the sharks off the fucking beach. And where's this? Huntington Beach, California. All right. Oh, now it's dolphins. Uh, they got a dolphin beach in himself. See, they commit suicide. They're fucked up. Yeah, something happens to their brain where they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I saw the cove. 
super, I didn't say it. Super sad. But one time when I was a kid, uh, we went out fishing. We couldn't catch anything, so we just started shooting dolphins with a fucking twenty-two. Jesus. And that brought sharks in. That's horrible. Why would you just shoot dolphins? Boredom and drunk. Don't take it out on them. They're like fucking as smart as like a four-year-old. <laughs> no fucking way. I think so. Yeah, Put a dolphin in preschool. Be the dumbest fucking kid there. And they fuck for pleasure, is what I hear. Well, so do we. <laughs> but they're the only other animal I think that fucks for pleasure to get just to get a nut off. How do you know? That, that How do you heard, know what's going through a beaver's mind? Who the fuck is just talking about that shit? How do they fucking know? I guarantee you, if you start to jerk off a moose, it ain't gonna leave. It's gonna stay. Yeah, well, it, it, there's dogs hump shit just to fucking get a nut off. That's true. I saw a dog fucking a stuffed animal before. Fucking tear that shit up. Papa dappa dippa do do do. Um, Blowheart wants to help out here. God, Blowheart. The song that Radio Shark is playing is a theme song from a very obscure TV show, a kiddie show in the 1960s called Shenanigans. It's a great song. It used to run every Saturday morning, and it was the wackiest show going. They used to have the prizes for kids' toys flying through the studio ceiling on wires. And the kids had to answer questions correctly and do stunts. And then they could pick what's up in the uh, ceiling, what was going by on these uh, cables. It was the craziest show. It lasted about maybe one or two seasons. And how he picks it out, this song, and why he's playing it constantly. I, was it a local New York show? Oh, no, it was national. Oh, because I guarantee you, he was on it probably as a little kid. Yeah, he was like, because it's so obscure. I, I haven't heard that theme song in like 45 years. And it was always a favorite show on Saturday mornings. And for this guy to pick that song out, bravo, Radio Shark. It brought back the Joe Franklin memory lanes here. Well, not only bravo to him, but bravo to Dan Perlman, who can't control him. Right, he'll get it going. He'll figure it all out. But Radio Shark brings up these obscure songs. And got to give the guy credits for creativity, at least. Oh, I, I do. Mean, the guy who's picking out a show that was just so obscure. So and incredibly uh, credit. Love to see a comeback. Comeback. And by uh, the way, congratulations on your flyers, Ronnie. That was some fucking game yesterday. Unbelievable. I yeah. mean, it's going to be playoff hockey is the shit this year. Well, it, it really is great this year. The kids say the Rangers played tonight, beating the Capitals. It's going to be a great, great Stanley Cup. Yeah, the, the fucking Devils and the Flyers in this thing, they match up so well to each oh, other. incredible. I mean, it was just going back goal to goal. And you're right. I haven't really watched much hockey this whole year, but I've been involved in the playoffs. I watched that opening game that was outside in the beginning of the fucking season, yeah. and, which I always watch any outside game. And now I'm back in on the playoffs, so I really don't need the season. Well, I'm what you call a bandwagon jumper. I'm hoping to see the Rangers and the Flyers so you and I can dance again. It would be great. All right, buddy. Have a good day, Peace. guys. Peace. By Lord. Yeah, that was a hell of a fucking game. Well, even the, last, the first round of playoffs, three out of four fucking series went to seven games. That's, that's yeah. exactly, that's the problem nuts. with the Flyers is they had so much time off where everybody else was playing. <laughs> they were so rusty during that first period. <laughs> a couple of guys were going, like, God, I'm getting tired skating all the time. Oh. My fucking hamstring's killing me. It's okay. It'll get better. They spent a week drunk. All right, just in honor of you, we've put dolphin rape up at the top of the wire. There you go. Since you're saying dolphins uh, have sex for pleasure. Yeah. That's a big comeback. We haven't played that in a long, long time. Oh, look at this. Dolphin wants it. And so does the girl. There you go. Look at her. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's loving it. Oh, my God. Listen to the place going crazy, 
as they love saying. Now, I would fight that dolphin off if that was. But listen to the dolphins when they come. They're so fucking excited. See? That's why I think they're stupid, though. Listen to that noise. (laughs) Well, they don't have regular fucking vocal cords. Then they fucked up. (laughs) It's so cute. You just got fucking humped by the goddamn dolphin, lady. Oh, uh, here's our buddy Bill in Jersey. He's a big Flyers fan. I said, big ass. Twenty minutes of it, Bob, buddy. Oh, let's go. Hua, 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 hua. No, I love it. Hey, uh, I'm gonna give you a little Flyer talk, and uh, we'll start off with the uh, grilled cheese Claude Giroux <laughs> pregame grilled cheese sandwich every game. And every he's, game. Quote unquote, the best player in the league. And he's got to do it. Hey, they even got a Facebook page for called Claude Drew's pregame grilled cheese sandwich. Freaking guys are insane. No, I really want to just go and see how his uh, sandwiches <laughs> every day. Hey, uh, Ronnie B. And speaking about what the Flyers did during their week off, there was pictures of them, unfortunately, at the Nickelback concert. They're on. They were on stage shooting Nickelback T-shirts into the stands. That's it's, really uh, a waste of time. That is. Oh, it's <laughs> killing me. But uh, the game yesterday was phenomenal, and it goes to if you look at Claude Giroux, there's no doubt there's the reason why Laviolette calls him the best player in the world. The guy's just unbelievable. Well, um, it was a lot of fun. It was actually a lot of fun yesterday. When's the next game? Tuesday night, 7.30 at the big joint. I'll All be right. there. All right, good. Uh, check in with us. Peace. You got it. Um, here's Phil. Phil, you're on the Run Fest show. How you doing, Ronnie B? Uh, yeah. I just had a little theory about Blowhard and Radio Shark, man. I think I think Blowhard is Radio Shark. How do, how do you feel about that? I mean, he, he knew a little too much about that tune. I had never, ever thought that before. Holy shit. Um, I don't know whether we put this up, uh, talking about the Flyers being at Nickelback. This is up on the wire today. Uh, Chuck Klosterman went out of his way to see a Creed show the same night as a Nickelback show. He saw Creed at the Beacon, yeah. rushed down, rushed to Madison Square Garden to check out Nickelback. <laughs> the man likes pop culture. That's a nightmare of a night. That's, um, <laughs> that's a nightmare of a night. Just got the Creed show, now I'm going to see Nickelback. <laughs> that's fucking crazy to do that. Shenanigans! Oh, I fucking like shenanigans. Uh, let's head on over here to Jay. Jay, you're on Run Fest. Hey, what's up? Um, in New Jersey, at least in the diners, when you put bacon and tomato on a grilled cheese, it's called a happy waitress. It's not a grilled cheese anymore. Thank you very much. So, Fezzi, what you're having is a happy waitress hold the tomato. I think the sloppiness of throwing a tomato on a fucking grilled cheese is insane. A lot of people fucking love it. So, Fez, next time tell your mom, Mom, can I have a happy waitress? Chop, chop. Let's see it. Yell it out. What's that? What's that? Holy shit. Oh, 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, Scrambler, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, boy. Hey, buddy. Um, I was traveling this weekend, and on United, after the movie, after the episode of Parks and Recreation, they had like a 20-minute little show on uh, street trucks, which are kind of all the rage right now. And uh, they had, down in Georgia, there's a couple of guys, and they make chicken wings. That I don't know, they kind of cut them open, and then they stuff them with macaroni and cheese or, you know, uh, chorizo and cilantro. 
close it up and then fry the chicken wing so it comes out, you know, like half the size, almost a doorknob size around, but it's filled with uh, all kinds of different stuff. All right, let's be honest here, Scrambler. Have you ever gotten good food out of a truck? I've stopped at all of them. I've never thought, oh, my God, this is fantastic. I've never gotten good food, but apparently in San Francisco, I've heard several different places, and I've watched a, a couple of things about it. They are huge out there. Yeah, they're huge out there because maybe they got taste for shit. And I hate to say that, but it needs to be said, does good food come out of a truck? I haven't seen it yet. I mean, we have trucks all over the city here. Yeah, they're And huge. I'm like, oh, I want to stop. And I'm like, eh, this is the worst thing I've had today. Thank you. <laughs> There's a crepe truck that hangs out outside here every morning. Tried it. Yeah, have you? So that's the thing, Scram. I don't know. In my neighborhood, there's like a uh, food fucking truck, like little. They bought out a parking lot, and there's a bunch of food trucks hanging out in one place. Yeah, like like you, they used to be factories. They used to be yeah. outside, but what they would do smart there was like you would have cold sandwiches, not these fucking hot things that supposedly seem like you're supposed to be having a great meal out of it. Shenanigans. Radio Shark starts shenanigans. Yeah, he does. Uh, John, you're on Renfez. Buddy, hey, yeah. Peppa. Hi. Hey, Fezzy, maybe you should try to order a happy waiter. <laughs> huh? What? Huh? Wait, who? <laughs> I'm not going to eat food out of a fucking truck. Unless it's an ice cream cone. <clears throat> There was this thing, because I saw it on the fucking Food Network. Oh, it's some kind of waffle truck. Oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm I, going saw, I think I saw the same eh. thing. Shitty? Eh. 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 I'm not saying I threw up in the street, but I, they had me all fucking pumped. I didn't feel like I was on the Food Network. I'm back to this fucking dolphin, this dolphin weight. You know, oh, how do we get the dolphin out to sea? In the meantime, you know how many fucking homeless people... Living in Long Beach right now, no one gives a shit. No, they're, they're homeless. They're... They'll throw a fucking can at them when they drive by. It's their but fault. But a dolphin doesn't know where to go. Everyone's like, oh, stop everything. It's their fault they're homeless. There's a dolphin. They're like four-year-olds. <laughs> they get hard-ons. Why don't they just fucking pick up it in net and throw it in the middle of the ocean? I was at SeaWorld when a dolphin raped a diver. It was fantastic. <laughs> diver never dove again. I get grilled cheese out of a food truck, and I get zebra on it. It's unbelievable. Is that organic zebra? Yes. Wow. See, a free range. It's a free range zebra. Beautiful. I'm going to get that. I only eat the ball sack, and then I let it go back into the wild. That's so nice of you. I mean, I don't know what it's going to do without balls. My dream is to own a fucking wild preserve, and then like shoot them with those darts. Oh, okay. You know, because you can knock them out yeah. like that yeah. peacefully. Yeah. And then do a little operation, shove a fucking uh, bomb inside them. What? Like a little fucking yeah, bomb, yeah. and then just watch antelope explode. I don't. I think and then the other antelope down. are fucking looking over, going, "Did that? Tell me the truth. Did that antelope just fucking explode?" It did. I don't think you're gonna get. I think you're gonna get shut down because they're not gonna let you just fucking murder antelope indiscriminately. There's a food truck that's so delicious. Where is it? Is there a Yelp for it? Is there a Twitter for it? I Yelped my Twitter. Okay. Uh, can you run this? I I go to the uh, food truck down in D.C. all the time by uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles. Every time I go down there, 
fucking things don't have anything left inside, I end up having to buy the worst sandwich or worst thing I've ever had. So I've just given up on it. I'd just get a chocolate cone. When you see a phone, a, a, a fucking food truck, excuse me, you have a chocolate cone. So fucking Mr. Softy. You got soft serve back there, like a milkshake or something? <laughs> I want fucking sprinkles on this motherfucker. You always feel weird, like, if it's an ice cream thing and then you get a milkshake, you're like, is this even ice cream or I just have it a beverage? <laughs> I fucking rock a milkshake every now and then. Well, your milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. That's right, fellas, come through. How, how come your life is better than ours? Um, Mike, you're on running Fez. Hello? Hello? Yes, what the fuck? Hello? I'm gonna just fucking hang up for stupidity. Shenanigans! Keith, you're on the Running Fez show. Running B, this afternoon on ESPN2, uh, Manchester City against Manchester United to uh, decide the premiership. I will be uh, watching that. I, I shall. Be... Chris, you on top of this? ESPN2's right there. Because a lot of times you fucking let me down. No, I just want to come through. Video up on the iBang, chick fight at Yankee Stadium. A yes. woman wears a Red Sox shirt into the bleachers, and boom, they go out at impure fucking Dave's Insanity Sauce. Oh, this it's fucking on, dude. It's just, here they are just smashing each other. Uh, you can see this up. Two thick gals. And all the guys just laughing their ass off, enjoying it. Oh, yeah, they're egging it on. They want this shit to go down. Now, I have stated this a million times over. Don't wear your other fucking gear to the other team's thing, no matter who you are. Oh, they love Don't it. wear your fucking gears. Look, they're just fucking pouring fucking brewskis on girls. That bitch just got... Oh, jeez, she just went down... Holy shit, she took a bad fucking headshot. Yeah. She's still back up. Against fucking railing. Well, they're so drunk, they're not going to feel anything. No. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Every fucking Yankees game, there's someone walking around in Red Sox gear, even if it ain't even a Red Sox game, looking for fucking beef. Yeah. Every I, time. I was up years ago when Pedro was still pitching with, I think, the Dominicans came out. Oh, hell yeah. And the Dominicans... Some of them that were even Yankees fans, they turn around and just start rooting for fucking Pedro. Yeah, same thing with Manny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all right, this is... There's some kind of fucking lines I don't even understand here. Those this Dominicans has nothing to do with the game. Fucking stick together. They love it. Manny Ramirez could move to fucking Washington Heights and basically be the king of that entire area. Oh, he'd absolutely. He'd be, be a lordship. Now... Would you go to another ballpark wearing your fucking shit or cheering against the home team? Absolutely not. I'm not going to fucking rub it in people's faces. I'm not a dick. I don't understand why people don't get that that's going to fucking head into something. And I, I would not go in somebody else's bar and start shit without thinking, I'm, I want to be in a fight. I would, if I did that, I would think to myself, I want to be in a fight today. Yeah, it's exactly who wants because you don't know if you're going to even run into some drunk asshole, and there's plenty of them. Who sure, get fucking real lit up and don't give a fuck. Here's another thing: you don't know if you're going to run into some drunk asshole who's going to put a beer mug in the back of your fucking skull. Oh, fuck. And later he'll be like, "I was so drunk, I don't know why I did that. I guess I just saw the shirt." <laughs> I remember. I hate them. Oof. 
This is making fake wrestling look fucking stupid. They're taking such huge bumps. That bitch gets right back up. Um, fucking hair pulling shit. John, you're on the run of fish show. Nice. Yeah. Um, I am getting fed up with the North. Y'all, y'all are the ones that start this shit. What shit? Come down to any sporting event in the South, Florida, Georgia, Virginia. We don't, we don't do this shit. Wear what you want. As long as you're not a dick, we don't care. Oh yeah, you guys will be making out with each other. I've been, I've seen stuff down south. I've seen fucking. Well, do you consider Miami down south? Yep. All right, I've seen huge fucking fights in Miami. Gigantic fights that break out in Miami over shit. Let me tell you, go win. Well, I don't know because the fucking Dolphins have turned so pussy and handed over. But I remember if you were wearing Jets. Uh, gear yeah. into a Dolphins thing, it was on. Fuck, I it can't was, even imagine It that. was just fucking on. They were that fucking nuts. And then look at uh, San Francisco and uh, Oakland, the way they'll fucking treat each other. The beginning of last season, it was fucking, it was straight up fucking beatdowns all, all over the, after the fucking game in the parking lot. It was Los Angeles, people were being put in comas. Christ. Now, I think you can go into Seattle and wear whatever you want. And those people are just <laughs> nice. And obviously, you can wear anything you like to into Toronto. And inclu- including to that nice Southern Belle that just called this, you can wear anything in the South. There you go. Anything at all that your heart desires. Go to Jacksonville and just dominate the place. Go into Jacksonville and wear a 38 Special instead of a Skinner, and everybody will start wanting to start shit with you. Uh, tell Dan that the hotline's ringing, and, you know, I know he's so fucking busy letting Radio Shark through that he might want to forget to have a hotline. Maybe Rob Cross is trying to reach me and let me know that fucking, uh, Radiohead just put out a new single. You guys hear about this? Holy shit. It's fucking unbelievable. Tom York, dog, he's back. Yeah, he's fucking his xylophone in this. I think he fixed his fucking weird eye too. So by the way, we need to just call the fucking hotline what it is—the Johnny phone. <laughs> the Johnny phone is ringing. Uh, I don't know what you got to do to convince people. Maybe yeah, fucking. Maybe uh, give them some grilled cheese sandwich for grilled cheese month. Grilled cheese month is almost over. I'm fucking depressed because I love a grilled cheese. Johnny's depressed because he can't eat anything. Duh. He had he spent a week eating a Tic Tac. Johnny, how I are you, my friend? Eat, I can eat more than a Tic Tac. I can eat like two of them. Mmm, tasty. Mm. Listen, I had a Haven Brothers hot dog this weekend up in Providence from I, the from the famous Haven Brothers food truck. So I, I was I, right. I'm going to give you that because I don't know this. I've only heard of it before. I'm just going by the regular food. See, here's what I like: those trucks serve drug food, not trying to. Uh, do a four fucking star meal. Yeah. That's what most places do it now. Be. Just fucking gourmet food yeah. you know, yeah. out of a truck. No, it should be like, you know, yeah, you're drunk. It's I mean, the thing doesn't show up till 8 o'clock at night. It's there till like 4 in the morning. Who's going to it? You know, it's not like, you know, you're there to have a stupid burger with like, you know, they now, but even now, though, they did like, they had advertisements on it from Man vs. Food where the guy went there and ate like the big burger with a, you know, three patties and a piece of, you know, chicken on it and uh, egg. And I'm like, come on, just, it's a hot dog. Get a hot dog and shut up. Um, that guy's you know? diverse food, though. 
Yeah, I mean, he's I trying that. to do a fucking show. He can't just yeah, have a show watch you guy eat a hot dog. <laughs> hot dog. Hey, that would be good. Maybe I do, like, guy with small stomach versus food. And it's like, can he eat a whole hot dog? That could work. No? Maybe yeah. not? Do it. Let's pitch. Travel Let's channel, baby. Pitch. Give me a pitch meeting. What if uh, I got an idea for a new show we do on the Food Network? We just call it Show Me Your Tits. Where <laughs> we just fucking drive around and say, Show Me Your Tits. You tell me guys wouldn't watch that show? Where's the food element, though? You give the girls a hot dog if they do it. Okay. Yeah, they'll get a fucking. Anyway, China. <laughs> Here's the thing. What were you doing in Rhode Island over the weekend? Uh, we do a, a bunch of my buddies go up every year to do like a whole college reunion thing. And it was like, Stop it, was, Johnny. I know. It was, you know what? And it's like the same guys are still like up there just doing blow and not sleeping all night. And like, it's just like it got to the point where the only, the highlight of the weekend for me and really the only reason I thought it would be worth it is that a guy who's a huge Patriots fan uh. lost a bet to me and I had a shirt made up and it was like the blue giant shirt with the NY logo and it said Pat's Killers on the front and on the back. It had the two Super Bowls and Roman numerals and the scores where the Giants beat the Patriots, and he had to wear that all day Saturday. So it was, that was the only point of me being there, and it was kind of fun. Um, How long have you been out of college now? Too long. Yeah, it's time you give this shit a rest, dude. Yeah, no. It was, it, well, I, I don't, this is the first time I've been up in like three years, so I, I don't go every year, and this will be the last time I go. <laughs> that, was a, that was a pledge class. I'm uh, done. <laughs> I'm done with you I guys. Yeah, like, no, I didn't go to, like, you know, they were guys like, let's go to the fraternity house, man. I'm oh, like, God, please, Johnny. House. Like, Come on, you guys fucking ruled the school, dude. You could have gone there and dominated. <laughs> no, Explain to those fucking dudes how some of the parties <laughs> you guys threw and how you were streaking. <laughs> like, three years ago, I went up there and we went to the fraternity house. I'm like, we're out of beer. And I'm like, all right, I'll go get a keg. And I'm like, I'm walking out and I'm like, I can't go buy a keg for a bunch of college kids. Yes, you could. What am I thinking? Be cool. Like, Come on. No, no, absolutely not. And I did not do it. So I couldn't. You ever um, say, hey, if any of you brothers ever stop by the Hard Rock, Ed, no. love you to grab a cold one with me. No, no, I don't tell them where I work. I don't, none of that. It's Come on. That. It was pretty outrageous, you know, my senior <laughs> year. <laughs> We uh, booked a show, and Young MC showed up, and it was pretty fucking nuts. Who's Young MC? Exactly. <laughs> you sure you went here, man? I got kids older than you guys. I don't know why I'm doing coke with you. There's one, there's one dude who goes almost every weekend up there. He's like 45. I'm like, really? Seriously. I'm like... I, if I was a twenty or a twenty year old college kid and this forty something year old dude was coming up, <laughs> you'd blow him. I'd Suck be like, "What the fuck? Get this guy out of here!" Maybe he's giving right. him free drugs and alcohol. No, he, he no, he doesn't. That's the problem. He needs the free drugs and alcohol, so he goes there to get it. I think. What? Does he crush a lot Is of it, fucking sorority? It's X? fucking good for those fucking kids to realize they're going to be a loser one day too. <laughs> Teaches them not to be like that person. Well, fraternities build, you know, networking skills and whatnot, <laughs> and then you just end up going to the same fraternity, same party for the fucking. Here's years. your networking skills. Help me. I'm <laughs> fucked up. These are lifelong relationships you're forming. Just help me, <laughs> please. Why am I still here, Johnny? Were you a video game player? Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, Absolutely. Uh, Hicks has put up quite a controversial thing. Where did you find this at, by the way, Hicks? I found this off of uh, devour.com. Because right, I didn't see that link up there. You act like, oh, look what Hicks came up with. But basically, your point is, all the old video games just go right. Yeah. 
Back in the day, it was just go to the right to fucking yeah, yeah. get your fucking shit done. Now seeing yeah. this, I don't know why we ever got a second video game. Yeah, like Mario was like, yeah, run to the right, jump, run to the right, jump, fly to the right, jump, right. run to the right, yeah. Yeah, go, yeah, go, go to so. the right. No matter what's happening, you're going to go to the right and find a boss to fight. And then you win and you save the world. Yeah, we that was pretty much the game. That's how it went. Sometimes you could get coins. Yeah, <laughs> on your way to going right. You can go back left in some of them, though. But some of them, remember, you couldn't even go back to the left once you went too far right. to the right. You couldn't go back again. Yeah, <laughs> it's really true that all of a sudden that would disappear. Yeah, then you're wow, fucked. Wow, every game the same. <laughs> it's just go to the fucking right. <laughs> Sonic, Mario, they're all the same. They are. <laughs> and now I these like, days, it's just all like sandbox where you just do whatever you want. At least back in the day, you had just, you know, some fucking order and structure to things. Right. Like, there's like no way with a, lot of, with a lot of games now, you don't know if you're better than anyone else. Because exactly. you're like, uh, I don't know. It's just whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's it's like you can, like like the like the... Games with now, you can just ride around on a horse for like, if you wanted to just ride around on a horse for six hours and shoot things, you could. And there's no point to it. You don't get any points for it, or you don't like get to a boss. You just ride around and are killing things. Mm. Look, you don't go to the right. You can't. Mario's trying to go to the left. Metroid's trying to go to the left. You can't go to the left. It's all to the right. That's, I gotta check that out. I love the girl fight link, though. That was what I was calling about before. Oh, you've got a big kick out of the girl fight. Well, it's, she broke the number one rule of fighting in a stadium. You never fight from below because you get kicked in the head and fall backwards. You have to either be even or above the person you're well, fighting. First of all, that's not stadium fights. That's straight art of war. You well, can't that's art of war stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's I mean, new stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is something that the Mayans were like, "Hey, seriously, we got to have the high country." Yeah, attack from the hills, and that—that's you never always. You always want to if you're above. You always have the tactical advantage. But when you're fighting in a stadium. Never be below. You always want to fight from above. I saw a guy try to kick somebody, though, when they were above in the stadium fight, and he hyperextended his knee. It was the funniest fucking shit ever. Did he just drop? Yeah, he fucking dropped it. He was screaming and holding his knee while his friends were trying to finish the fight that he started. And then later, they had to carry him out. Everybody was laughing and fucking jeering and shit. That's fucked. That looked scary, though. That girl took a friggin' good wallop in the chest and fell backwards like three rows, hit her head on the bar, but she got right back up. She was ready to go some more. But you know what's funny is, like, that's the kind of shit that gets you into manslaughter. A fucking girl falls down and hits the back of her head like that, then all of a sudden you're trying to explain in a court how, like, well, I had no idea that she was going to fall that hard. She yeah. cracked her fucking head open. Yeah. I mean, you look at that. People have died from that same kind of shot. I mean, that just like the guy fell in the fucking Rangers thing. Yeah, yeah, the guy who died last. It was that last yeah. season. Now yeah. he's got a statue. He'll be there yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah helps the kid out a lot. Statues oh. are always good. Yeah, it's like better than a college education. My dad's a statue. Can I have a job. Now, the, Josh Allen's drinking again. Well, you know what, Josh? That's a fucking disease, dude. You don't even give it that. It's like he recaught a disease. You start fucking mocking people who get fucking... Who, I'm not mocking. I'm saying this but fucking let's say kid's father probably If someone got AIDS a second time, would you blame them? <laughs> Shit, they cured the first time? Damn. They think they would have fucking strapped up after that. 
You forget. You know, heat of the moment. <laughs> Asian put it best. <laughs> Johnny, you jo- uh, before they took out your stomach, were you a grilled cheese guy at all? Oh, sure. Who doesn't love a good grilled cheese? Do you put other stuff on it besides cheese? I'm kind of a purist on that, where I just like, you know, bread, cheese, butter, done. Done. That's it. Done. Very simple. Anything else? You got a different kind of sandwich? Yeah, it's not really a grilled cheese. I mean, like, they have the picture of the one, like, the Denny's one that was, like, a grilled cheese with cheese sticks in it and stuff. Like, that's... They're they're sick. Yeah. Denny's is fucking sick. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's grilled cheese. I mean, yeah, maybe occasional. Like, I don't even like tomato in there. Maybe a little bit of bacon, because, you know, bacon makes things better, but... Then you got a bacon sandwich. Right, it's not really a grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese with bacon. Mm. What about, like, grilled cheese, though, if you dip it in, like, a little tomato soup? That's always... Yeah, that's fine. That's a dip. That's fucking good. Right. But dip. really, at that point, you can only do that at home. You can't start dipping in a fucking restaurant. Fucking crazy Why not? with it. Why not? What if they served it to you that way where you could? They, there's a couple restaurants they serve, like, the mini grilled cheese with a little bowl of soup. I, I think it's a separate thing in public. Dunking in public comes off a little disgusting. Yeah, I guess so. Like, you want to see a guy dunking his fucking donut at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Just sitting there with his fucking donut and a coffee, Slapping eating that slop? Guess not. Shenanigans. I have a guy here who puts, he dunks his bagel. He puts butter on a bagel and then dunks it in his coffee. I was like, that's weird. That is weird. It's a fucking coffee soaked bagel? <laughs> what kind of bagel is it? This is a guy with the weakest teeth. He's just got soft teeth. <laughs> and then and then his coffee tastes like butter. Oh. Which is, yeah. yeah. Of course it does. Is it an everything yeah. bagel to make it extra You know what? Nasty? Fire that fucker. Yeah, right, right. So now he's got. I don't think I could fire him for yeah, it. Yeah, just write it on his thing, on the termination. Just play drugs on him or something. <laughs> he was dunking. I could not keep him. He was dunking shit. Re- re- reason for termination, dunking everything bagel with butter into coffee. I mean, seriously, disgusting, everybody. <laughs> All right, Johnny. In your coffee. All right, boys. Let's get together for lunch one day soon. I want you to buy meat overeat, and you have to just go, oh, I can't keep up with them. <laughs> I could eat a half of a something. I want to take you to a buffet. No, I'm the wor- I'd be the worst buffet date now. I'd be horrible. I know. I'm saying I really want to happy. take you to Jimmy Buffet. Changes in <laughs> attitudes. Changes in attitudes. Cheeseburger. Get my sandals out. Get my sandals out, please. All right, buddy. Talk to you All soon. Right, See ya. Margaritas in you. Invite the Fat, fat Brothers. <laughs> Come on. Uh. We got this up right now. There's some scientists out of one of these schools who said they've been doing through the math things. Remember not too long ago where we had uh, like a billion planets that could be inhabited yeah, or whatever? Yeah, they have a composite in that zone. Now, the new thing is Earth is a one-off deal. Oh. A one and done. What? And just picture Star Trek yeah. where there would just be humans... Flying around, looking at planets that weren't fucking anything but rocks. That fucking blows. Worst Star Trek season ever. We went out looking for life, and we found none. Still no life in this universe. I think these scientists don't know what the fuck they're talking about, because every couple months... Yeah. Well, they're different people. Why don't they just get, like, a fucking... Just a collection of all the scientists, and have them just come up with one theory. Well, some of them are working on cancer. <laughs> some well, of them are working on other shit. I'm talking about space scientists, like astrophysicists. All right. 
what they don't know yet. These theories are just a way so you don't have to have fucking groupthink like it's the Catholic Church, but people being able to say, hey, I've looked at their work and I disagree. That's the great thing. That's why why science is different than the Republican Party, because some people are allowed to disagree. Differing views. You can have a change in attitude or a change in latitude. <laughs> Can you have one of the guys get me some water today? Come on. Dan Perlman, some ice water. Chop, chop. Well, Fez, he just gave me his. Okay. Cancel that order, Dan This Perlman. is hot as piss, though, Fez. I like nice cold water. All right, that order's back on, Dan Perlman. Fucking ice water. Or just water. a glass of ice. How about both? I don't even trust the ice here. Uh, ice is good here. It's nice fucking crushed ice. There's two places to get ice here. One place is shitty, one place is good. I tell the interns where to get the good ice. Look at Dan Perlman running with his bad knees. I hate to see a guy as young as him and fucking run like that. He's he little, runs like he's 50. He's a little broken down. I think it's the anxiety. High anxiety. Star Trek, Stardate, 6542. Still nothing in space. I am so sick of human beings, I can't stand it. We were going to beam down, but then we found out there was no atmosphere there and we'd all die. Damn, that sounds like it blows. I don't want that kind of future. I can't even believe that there's nothing on the planet Vulcan. It's completely empty. I wish there was even some people for us to fight against, but there's not. Just other humans. Start eight forty three eighty. No such thing as tribbles. Shit. Space is the dullest fucking thing ever. Space is like Oklahoma. There's really nothing to do here. Dan, this makes up for everything with shenanigans. Finally. Find out if it's blowhard. That's the newest thing. I want you to do a little cross-referencing, Dan Perlman. He doesn't do any of that, does he? Space. Space. Final frontier of fucking boredom and no it's other It's not aliens. even a frontier. Space, it's not even a frontier. It's kind of just out um, The only thing I've found so far is other humans. Bones hasn't yelled once this entire season. <laughs> None of us are getting hurt. And there's no such thing as Spock. <gasps> That's sad. There is such a thing as Scotty, but he's just from Scotland. And that's just on Earth. He's still an alcoholic. So, so far we've discovered Scotland and nothing else in space. <laughs> Scotland is the only other place besides Earth that has anything. So we've just been uh, going from the bridge and beaming into the cafeteria and back. <laughs> the boredom is starting to destroy morale. Shenanigans! Oh, yesterday, um, that the the fact is, uh, we put up the girls who play volleyball. Oh. It was the three o'clock snack, the big three o'clock jump, as we like to say. Here you go, ladies. All right, here we go. I'm gonna do this. Okay. Uh. And uh, put it back up to the front page. And I'm going to ask you to do a silent vote. Okay. And um, also, I'm going to go with Johnny. 
silent vote. All right. Which girl you pick, and okay. see if we have a match. All right. So many to choose from. Yes, there is many to choose from. What's that called? The girls of volleyball or something? The women warm up for beach volleyball. Because mm. it is that time of the year. Mm-hmm. It's coming in. It's already fucking May. It's true. May, and we didn't have any April showers, really. I think like two days of rain. Yeah, this, this weather's fucking whacked out. One right, cold so day. So from going one across. Yeah. That'll be one, two, three, four. Then first, fu- the next fucking row, there's six across. Yeah. What is your idea best? Third row down, mm-hmm. third third person in, third woman in, in the blue and white. Top. Once again, you're all about the S. All about the S. Well, the volleyball is very conductive to the ass. I mean, that's that's the fuck. That's what fucking. Everyone concentrates on, I believe. And some Johnny Tube steaks. Bottom left. Third row down, first one. All right, let me get a look at her. She's the girl next door. Not in that position. All right, let's take it back. By the way, you can vote again at home, and we'll come back and check some of those votes later. Uh, I picked number two, and only because first row, number two, uh... She's never played volleyball in her life, <laughs> and that fucking bathing suit would disintegrate <laughs> in any game. There's no—if you played volleyball with her, she'd be naked in seconds. Oh, I don't know. I think she's well fucking uh, set up to play a game of volleyball. You can see some of these other people are actually volleyball players. <laughs> yeah, those are real uniforms. Actually, yeah. no, no, no one else has just a bikini on. Or a tiny string bikini. Well, that's why I'm impressed with the girl at the bottom, because I've never seen a girl with that big of tits that play, plays volleyball. He's a tit man. You like them titties, don't you? Yeah. They're nice. Did you ever find out if you were breastfed? No, I never found out. She never responded. Really? Probably pretended she never got the text. Sounds like somebody's adopted. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not going to breastfeed somebody who's not even my real kid. That's no one, sick. No one's getting this precious titty milk. Maybe that's why she never loved you. Maybe. See, tube steaks, you're learning things about yourself. Scale 1 to 10, how much did you feel like your parents loved you? Uh, Probably 8. Really? There was a lot of love. 8's pretty good, Hicks. <sighs> I feel like they thought they loved me. <laughs> but in, like, fucking, like, parenting and right. trying to keep it together and bring me up in a nice place, like a fucking 2. Well, see, that's a real, that's really sad, though. <laughs> it was a fucking train wreck. It was. It was a train wreck. <laughs> But it does, doesn't mean that they don't love. But you you use the thing that always freaks me out of thinking that you love someone because you're never sure what exactly love is. Scary. I want to know what love is. Because if you think about it, you can't tell what exactly is fucking going on there. Like you're like, most of the time, do you just like people because they like you first? I don't not, know what this quote Jane says by fucking Jane's addiction, but I always love that fucking line. I want them if they want me. You're fucking confused. Uh, no, I think because people are getting infatuated with others who don't fucking give it back. At least in, in relationship. relationship All wise. right, that could be true, too. 
which is also means that wouldn't be like regular love. That's certainly not a healthy love. Oh, no, that's fucking crazy. Probably. And is that even love? You know what I mean? Does that become more compulsion or self-fucking-destruction? <sighs> it's dangerous behavior, and it ain't, ain't fucking healthy. But, but, these... but we use this word love as if it were universal. Now, love's different to different people. So why, do, why can't we come up with more words? Why do we fucking still attempt it? You're the coolest. And here's the other thing. Can you love conditionally? Or is that not love? Because they always say unconditional love. Unconditional love. love. No matter what, you love the person. And uh, the, the reality there is, most of the time, even we say it's unconditional... Is it still even conditional anyway? Uh, I think a lot of times when people say they love something, it could be it's probably it's probably conditional because you don't go through every fucking every instance with that person, right? But right for true love, I think for as I think as, as universal as you can get, it would be unconditional love. Is you love them no matter what the fuck happens? See, I think a mother can love like that. I don't know whether you'll love a girlfriend like that. Do you love your girlfriend unconditionally? Without with every fucking fiber of my being, okay. I love her. And you come home and she's fucking two guys. Do you still love I her? I don't fucking. <laughs> I know. Suddenly, that well, is a condition that fucks with your head. It wouldn't be like you could love her if she was a, a dope addict, and you could love her if she was a bank robber. But I know I can come up with some conditions that you were like, I don't know anymore. I love her. That's all. All I right. So if you go home and she's fucking the two UPS guys, I don't want to fucking even imagine. I know you don't, because those are conditions. Ain't gonna happen. Though I understand that, but that's what I'm saying. I've given you now conditions that you can say. I don't. I don't know if I could do it. I'm going to give you this example. Uh, We're doing an unmasked tomorrow with Bob Goldthwait. He did a a film called uh, Let. I think it's called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. Yeah. Um, it's really a fucking phenomenal film. And they're doing this thing. There's a really nice girl and her fucking boyfriend. They're engaged. And they're going back and forth. Like, tell me what you... Tell me something you've never told anyone before. And they go back and forth like that. And finally, she says the thing that we see in the opening scene of the film. Uh, And this guy loves her, Mm -hmm. and they're going to get married. And she says, when I was in college, I don't know why I did it. It was just a weird thing, just an experience. I blew my dog. It was before they met. Yeah. This fucking dude looks at her like she's the Antichrist. (laughs) Someone that he was fucking uh, crazy about. And everything fucking changed. Now, to me, that was just a metaphor for what we end up doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys, they found out their chick pulled a fucking train five years before they met her. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't now know you were a whore. Everything's changed. For them. Right. Everything's fucking changed. They see her in a different light. So that's kind of like what this thing was about. But I really, you know, that we use this word love like it was so universal and so understandable. Now, let's go over to Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. there's definitely conditions to love. Um, 
I mean, if my wife got in an accident or, you know, she decided to go to the paraplegic route, I'm out, dude. I'm not, I'm not taking care of any of that shit. I mean, just, I think just with a small size, she's a good-looking woman, she's in good shape. If she decides to get fat, I'm fucking out, too. All right, so it's, how long have you been married? Seven years. All right, so you've been married seven years. We've been together about 12. And you've been together for 12 years, and there's still a thing with your love is still somewhat physical. Like, you look around and you see people that have been married for 50, 60 years. You're not going to be that because she's not going to look like she did when you met her. She's not going to look 20 anymore. Dude, that's why I had it. money. We make enough money. We're plastic surgery. I mean, look at um, the old-ass comedian bitch. I mean, her face looks like it's 40, you know? All right, so so your idea is you want, like a Joan Rivers, you want her just to have many, many... Yeah. I mean, there's stuff that you can do along the way that can, you know, help help keep stuff in place and not let gravity take over. All right, so now I'm going to ask you guys this. Does he love his wife? What do you think, Hicks? It's he loves her on a physical level. If she if she gets if you if but she but the gets... physical level cannot stay no matter who no. you are. It's good. You're, you're, you're going to have slide. Wait, 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 wait. He takes care of the kids. I mean, she doesn't. She's a good mom. So there's more more to it than just physical. I mean, I. I... But, but you, you said if she gets fat, you're going to leave your wife, the person you've been with twelve years. I don't think he loves her. Now, Dude, wh- I think. Hey, what, well, so what? Well, and I and I'm not sure that. We love people. Unconditional love. I have the conditional love. Yeah. No, you definitely do. Which makes me think: Do you love her, or do you love the situation? Do you love that she's a good uh, mom for your kids and sets up a nice home and looks nice? Is that the same thing as love? You're talking about that's the conditional love. Yeah. There's conditions to it. But when you want to let's spell it out. But now you're trying to say, does he love her or does he not love her? No, I, 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 I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm even taking it back. I, I, I'm not going to be like Fez and judge you on it or what Hicks is saying. I said, do, I don't even know whether we should use this word love. It seems kind of crazy that it, because let, let's face something. Your own love changes. Like when you meet someone and you have that fucking dry mouth, oh, I'm going to check in again for the 50th time today. Does that mean once you get used to each other, does that mean that you no longer love each other? Or was that first thing maybe not all that real anyway? You say he doesn't love her at all, Fez. I think he just loves things that she does, like the mothering, like keeping herself in shape. I think he likes actions that she does. I don't know if he lo- I don't think he loves her as a person. But how is that different from anyone else? How is that different from anybody else? You know, I don't. I don't. What's the What's the Webster's dictionary of love? I mean, what's the true definition? Is there anything about this? We're gonna look that up. All right, but thanks for calling us, Matt. Thanks for being honest. He felt a little attacked there, and I didn't want him to be. I'm curious if she knows about that. Like, if she knows how he feels. I mean, first of all, uh, you have to understand something. Women have to know that they're better at this than men. They have to, or else they're just being stupid. Love, noun, an intense feeling of deep affection. See, that's stupid. It's vague. Now, it's here's the weird thing. around different, bunch of different ways. We use the word love. Yeah. The one way you love a chick, is that different than the way you love football? Is it different than the way you love pizza? Is it different than the way you love fucking smoking pot? It could be. And yet, all those are different things. And yet we use the same word. The way you, oh, I love my children. I love my job. I love my my chick. 
That's fucking ridiculous to use the same word over and over like that. Um, let's go over to Eric in Virginia. You're on the fence. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a child about a year ago, and I, you know, I had other, uh, I had a wife, I had uh, girlfriends in the past. I've always said I love you, and right. man, this kid just swept me off my feet to a, a true unconditional love, right. where I would give my life for my child. Now, I've got another child on the way um, in a few more months, and I was, I was afraid when my chick got pregnant that I wouldn't love my new child as much as I love my daughter. Well, you you just you'll have to wait and see. That's right, but unconditional love. I never knew it until uh, last May. I, I that's that's unconditional. See, the thing is, there is like that's not even a choice. You don't even have a choice when you're like that. But now you look around, and a lot of fathers they conditionally love their kids. Um, I saw this thing it was on sixty Minutes last night. This fucking woman, she's from Mexico. She's making a. Uh, um, She's got a billion dollars in grant money that she puts in all this stuff, trying to figure out drug addiction. You know, she's on the cutting edge of brain technology. And then her sister's also a doctor. The other sister's doing this thing. So they were interviewing the father, and he goes, are you so proud of your children? Because you see these three remarkable people. And he's like, yes and no. And he smiles. And you're fucking looking at this dude, and you're like, what fucking do you want from them? (laughs) But when you even think about it, isn't it fucking even weird to be, like, proud of your kids for achieving more? Like, is that the whole fucking point of this thing? Go out and let me bask in this fucking glory of yours? For a lot of people, yeah, to have your kids be successful, more successful than you were, are, whatever. I mean, that's a lot. what a lot of people want for their children. I always hated those scenes in the movies where somehow the dad would be extra proud because his kid was a fucking jock and did something. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Why does that make him a better fucking kid? Because he got born with one fucking gene. Now all of a sudden you feel proud? Yeah. Because your kid's Vince Papali? Very fucking I never got that fucking premise. I never got it. And I find it almost kind of sick. Let's go over to Adam. Adam, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, I uh, I believe that I love my wife unconditionally. But like one situation that we had that I found out is that she had a ton of debt before, right before we got married, knew nothing about it. So I took care of that. Right. But I've always had the thing in my head where, and I told her straight out, you could cheat on me, you could do whatever, but if you steal or hide money from me, it's over. Now my sister, for instance, she's with her husband. He's got a lot of health issues. He's overweight. You know the whole mask right. thing for sleeping. She finally told him, listen, if you don't wear this mask, you're going to die, and I'm going to leave you before that happens, because I can't do this. Now, I think that's unconditional love, because you're telling the person, I love you so much, I just I can't go through the pain of watching you do this to yourself and to us. But you won't stay. What do you think, Fez? I think that's still unconditional love. I think circumstances change. Like, like, let's say a couple just can't be together for whatever reason, but yet there's still a fondness there. I think the conditions have changed, but it's still unconditional love. What's that even? That, that's crazy to call that unconditional love when you've set up conditions that you find unacceptable. That is not unconditional love. The whole, I love you, but I'm going to go do something else. Uh, I don't know how you could call that unconditional love. 
Unconditional love is you don't even put yourself into any of the 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 thing that's happening that they're Whatever doing. Happens, you just happens. love them for their happiness. And I'm I'm gonna go so far as this. I'm not sure if a man can understand it. I think maybe a woman can understand it, but I don't know if a man can get to that point. Because face it, your ex-girlfriends, you wish they were doing a little worse than you. You wish that their lifestyle was a little worse and they were dating somebody worse than you. That's a fucking good feeling. You're look, not going to be really fucking happy. Look what happened now, lady. You're gone. I'm hey, gone and you're fucking shitty. You know what? It's crazy. You had a chance. <laughs> this was what it was all fucking about. You fucked up. Um, let's go over to uh, Queen Elizabeth. You're on my face. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fezzy. Yeah. Hey, Peppy. Hi. Um, my daughter is the only person on this planet that I love without condition. Like, she could stab me in the heart, and I, my last breath would be, I love you. Oh, geez. See, that's I mean, something I a woman just, understands. But uh, there's no one else, and I love my husband, and I love my family, and nobody compares to the way I feel about her. It's like a whole other level. I can't even... See, now, I mean, as a mother, I guess that's what I totally get that. Say. Now, here's the weird thing for men. Now your chick has someone in... The, in you, in your life that she loves more than you. And you did right. this whole thing together, like, hey, this is about us. But with men, you find out, like, later, you're like, oh, it's about the kids. So if you have kids young, right? You, you, like, let's suppose you have kids in your early 20s. Then that point on, you're like, I'm not number one right. in my own life anymore. Well, my husband, is, like, we, I didn't have my first child until I was 35. And they didn't think I could have children, so this was like, she was just like a miracle, you know. And my husband loves her so intensely mm -hmm. that uh, I know, the minute she was born, I felt like the other woman taking their photograph, like um, their picture together, because he loves her in a way that he'll never love me or his mother right. or anybody else. But I would not accept anything less from him. That he would love our child more than me, more than anybody. Uh, all right, because that's I the way it should be. I, I'm telling you right now, this is 100% Philly. Everything that yeah. she's saying is <laughs> what I grew up with. Uh, Todd, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie, I wanted to. Uh, what's your opinion on you know the people? Everybody knows the set of people that just are constantly fucked up and fighting and screaming. And on one hand, you think there's no way they're in love. The other hand, they must be. That they keep come finding each other, and you've you know never I mean? been in that. Have you been in that relationship before? Uh, when I was young, and I learned yeah. my lesson, you know. But you say that, but maybe you just found like somebody that you're more like compatible in some ways. Because, yeah, I mean, there are those heavily dramatic, crazy fucking things, and some of them last, you know, forever. And I always wonder if people just love the high wire act, you know. They love the drama of it. Yeah, people love drama. They love fucking having to deal with that bullshit and right. craziness. But look at your mom staying with your dad. I mean, what was that about? I, I don't know. I try to fucking figure that out fucking every other day. I'm like, what? Why'd she stay so long? <laughs> I mean, there was no fucking positive fucking things happening for fucking the majority of the time. Most of the time, there was nothing good going down at all. No. Fucking train wreck. Uh, Linda, great neck. You're on Fez. Hello? Yeah. 
Uh, now you're on the air with us. Oh, hi, Ronnie. How are you, honey? Hi, sweetie. I just have... I don't believe that there's any unconditional love other than a mother and child. That all other loves are timely. I, I'm a mother, and like Queen Elizabeth said before, there is nothing my son or daughter can do that would make me stop loving them. Be less proud of them? Absolutely. Want more for them? Absolutely. But love them never stops. But man and woman who choose each other, it's impossible to have unconditional love. Because at the time that you choose, that's the time you're choosing unconditionally. But time changes everything. And it's not fair. Like someone said before, your husband or wife is in a terrible accident and stuff. You know, you want to dedicate your life to them, but we're all selfish in our own way. You know, you, you marry this person as a fully conscious person. That person's not conscious anymore. Then they're not the person you fell in love with. I don't know. I really, I mean, I've we, we've seen a lot of people, you know, they say through sickness and health. And I've seen people stay through sickness, you know, many, many years of sickness. I've seen it happen. And it's really, I mean, do you, wouldn't, like... X, your yeah. chick. Yeah. Get sick. Yeah. That wouldn't fucking. Would you be able to walk away? No. Not at all. I I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Now you come home, she's with two UPS guys. Right, well, you're that's gonna not do? gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen. I'm saying, God, yeah. But the other one, you're able to you're able to picture her paralyzed. That you can deal with. Yeah. You can't deal. Oh with Jesus the Christ! No, I don't want. No, I'm not gonna picture that. You just said yes. You can't take that back now. Jesus. But you did. God but, forbid. But with the two, you I thought you didn't even believe in God. You know what? Fucking just in case. You know what I'm talking about. You just believe in jinx. Yeah, obviously. The jinx is fucking real. You should start the church of jinx. I, I should. I'll be a fucking <laughs> pastor. Or whatever the fuck they're called. Like, y'all know it's real. I Don't love... talk about it or it's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> Can't stand this church. We get yelled at too much. Just fucking trying to give you advice. Sundays are all going to be about NFL games. Fuck Sundays. <laughs> Fuck Sundays. I'll fucking record on YouTube and fucking, yeah, everybody just watch it. Fucking log in whenever. I don't care. <laughs> I get a tax break? I just want to say Fez tried to help you by saying Sundays. He wasn't going against you. No. We're all going to have our fancy days. I I've, I waited for Fez to jump in so many times with Linda from Great Neck because I thought that you were going to be offended. By what she said about the mother and child reunion, when here now you think two gays should be able to adopt, and you're basically saying two conditionally loving fathers who just fucking suck each other. Yeah, and that's probably basically other guys. exactly like the old school Christian way of you really need the man and woman because men. Kind of stink at parenting. They try. Believe me. My dad tried. I tried. Everybody. My brother tried. Everybody fucking tries. You do your best to fake that angle. Of, I've got some advice for you now, son. But every time <laughs> that you do it, you know that you're talking shit. Let me tell you, I knew a guy one time. <laughs> and you just, you really in the back of your head going, I see this shit crumbling away. <laughs> Everything I'm saying. This is is I'm, I'm building on fucking sand here. <laughs> but you never see a mother fucking struggle with that. 
No, they're and any together. guy who does feel like, oh, I'm a good dad, he's like the worst dad. You know what I mean? That's the great Santini. Thought he was a great dad. Oh, yeah, great Santini. He was a fucking man. Sure. All those kids loved him, right? Um, oh. So you're on the Run of Fez show. So we got you, honey. Oh, hey, Ronnie. How you doing? I'm good, darling. How are you? Good. You know, I'm just thinking that ego is tied into all of this. And that a mother's love for a child has really nothing to do with ego. But when you start getting into, like, you know, how do I look or what does this mean about me in your relationship, that's where the conditionalness comes in and that's where love can end. When it's not about you or about me... That's unconditional love, and that could go on forever. But as, as soon as you start thinking that it's about you, it could fall apart. With I, I agree 100. percent And that's why, you know, dads will fuck up with that. I love my son so much. He he's fucking playing point card. You know what I mean? I love my son. Fucking starting dog. Yeah, he's the best bowler, the best golfer, whatever the he happens to be. For him. And that's what is that? That's fucking nothing. That's, that's like being a fan of something. Yeah. And every dad, or I shouldn't say every dad, but that's where dads grew up. Is they're all like, oh, my son is going to be either just like me or not like me. It's all about me. It's never like who the kid wants to be. And, you know, and, remember the, the dad call that comes from kids. It always comes like either on a special occasions or the special day. But kids call their moms all the fucking time, particularly daughters and moms. A son will never make that many calls to his dad, or else the dad's going to start thinking, there's something wrong with this fucking dude. He can't do jack shit. Why isn't he making any decisions? I mean, even the wrong ones. I don't care. <laughs> Just get out there. Do something. All right. It's all hinged on ego, and men are too connected to their sense of self. Yes, I think so. And I think that a kid will call his father only for good news because he wants that approval. A kid will call his mother when he's got... When he needs help, when he or when she's got, when when they need something, because they know that the mother will be about the kid and not about them. It is true what she's saying. I hate to say it. There's an immense amount of truth there. It really. Uh, I think now when we come back to this love thing, it really has to do with fucking males not really being wired correctly for this. You know, yes. Do we know how to have a sense of responsibility? I think we do. Yeah. Do we know obligation? We we do. But it's always a forced thing. It's always from the conscious mind, not the subconscious mind, like it is with women. Or it's just ingrained at the beginning. And I think it's even, I, I, I just think it's part, part of their nature, like breathing. Uh, I've brought this up a lot of times. You could take the best fucking athlete. You could take Derek Jeter and put him in a room. He's sitting there with a bunch of... And Derek Jeter goes to his left, goes to his right. The guy's just fucking smooth and fast at the same time. He's nailing this. Season. Put him in a room. Everybody's sitting on the fucking couches. Yeah. A toddler falls, hits their head. There's five women that will get there before Derek Jeter. Derek <laughs> Jeter's immediate thing will be just that old... What? What's going on here? Why mm -hmm. women shoot to it. They Let's, move like firemen to a fire. What if the kid was paying like a baseball? Even if the kid had a baseball head. <laughs> um, Scary. But, you know, when we go back to this, the ego thing, when you hear a lot of people 
that are like even their faith is based with I want to live forever. You know what I mean? That's weird. And, and when you unconditionally love, let's say if you unconditionally love life, right? Uh -huh. Then you should accept what's ever going on. Okay. Whether you're whether your fucking molecules and atoms just get divided up so other things could live, that would be an unconditional love of life. Yeah. The when you see people with a fear of death, it's because their ego is the only thing that they can imagine. It's uh, Fez and Sam both said they would rather the world end it when they died because they don't want to miss anything. That is, I am the thing in the world that matters. Nothing else matters. Nothing could possibly be bigger than what I can experience. And that consciousness, right? And that's the fucking problem with being a fucking male. Um, Michelle, Michelle, you're on the Run of Fez show. Have you ever heard a mother say, I have to babysit my kid? Really good point. And have men say it all the time. Say, have you heard a dad say, I'm spending, I'm at home with my kid? Right. They always say, like, there's a certain time that the mother should give over primary care to, of a little boy to the men. That this was like an ancient thing. But that doesn't come until, like, the age of puberty. Because about that age men suddenly start to become interested in the kid like hey do you know how to fish right. do you know you know how to hunt do you know how to play sports you know how to fight don't you, you know just going through all the shit <laughs> but that's not the same as uh what Michelle just said and you know our friend says all the time i had i babysat the kids the other night yeah i'd babysit again not only that they make a big deal of like I'm letting her go off with her friends, so I'm a good dad, yeah. and I'm going to be watching the kids. I'm going to be baby, not just living their life the way a woman does. You know what I mean? But literally, I'm doing something, and I'm telling you something else. You couldn't feel more ridiculous than when it's you and little kids when you're a man. I. It just feels like how do what what do we do to make this experience? go as fast and smoothly as possible. It sounds like a nightmare. I don't like being around little kids as it is. But they're mine. Oh, you're reading the worst fucking books to them. I mean, what, what the shit that they're interested in is so fucking stupid and babyish. At least the books are short, right? It's like fucking... Yeah, they're short, but then they want you to read it over and they want to act like... And here's the thing. Don't try to skip a page. They want to fucking hear something they've already heard before. Oh, come on, man. You fucking heard already, dude. Then finally, you're like, why don't you read it then? You've memorized this shit. Come on. What is it you want from me? Be a big boy. You child. I have to babysit this coming Saturday, and I realized I haven't babysat anyone in about 15 years. And then started thinking, how much do I have to baby-proof this apartment? Who are you babysitting? Uh, I got a four-year-old and a ten-year-old. My nieces. All right, the ten... I mean, let me tell you. Four and ten, you're a lot better off than you are, like, two and under. And then those toddlers that need the constant, that's the real exhaustion. With a four-year-old, at least, you can put cartoons on. Where are the parents going? Parents are going out to eat in the city with uh, some friends of theirs. Ooh. So they'll they'll be going out for a night of drinking and then you know and then back to their hotel. Kids are staying overnight with you. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah. It'll be a fucking party, man. That's disgusting. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if the, leave the kids outside the hotel room for the night. I'm um, saying. 
Let's go over here to Mike. Mike, you're on the Run of Fez show. All right. I agree with the it's not babysitting if it's your kids, but um, the, the whole conditional love thing, half of marriages end in divorce, so there is conditional love with, between men and women, but mostly women because, you know, you lose your job and she's fucking gone. Um, I don't think that's 100% true. Well, for, I've seen some women stay with guys who never work. I've seen women love dudes that are unfucking lovable. I've seen it happen. I've seen women working two jobs, coming home, taking care of everything at the house, Neons the fucking dude being all fucked up and all. There's got to be some unconditional love. I mean, let's look at Hicks's mom. That she, you, just, you just described my fucking, that, that was, you know, the formative years. My dad, the last time my dad worked a job was in the 80s. <laughs> he fucking drove a cab. So that fucking... she must have unconditionally loved him. Yeah. Well, no, she kicked him out towards the end, like like maybe like a couple months before he passed away. So it was like... That's uh, what killed him, probably. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. he died from exposure. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it was fucking... It was real quick. Um, it's... It's fucking hard to pull this together. Thomas, you're on the Ron Fez show. Thomas. No, we lost you. I don't want to hear you. Uh, here's Carla. Carla, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hi, Ron and Fez. Yeah. Um, I think that as far as unconditional love, Christopher Reeves' wife was a good example of that because she stuck by her husband. Perfect. When he when he was a paraplegic. Um, but you have so many different situations that come up in life. Like, you know, if you're supportive of someone who's addicted to drugs and you send them to rehab time and time again and they screw you over time and time again... There's only so much that a person can handle before they're beat down. You know what I mean? I agree 100%. I don't think there's any reason that... I mean, I think that unconditional love is certainly not... You know, shouldn't put up with physical attacks, which then would be a condition. It shouldn't put up, like the other guy said, you can't steal from me. So again, that becomes a condition. Yeah. You know? That there are somewhat conditions... I I brought up a condition for Hicks that he refuses to even think is a possibility. Nope. And it's probably not. Definitely not. All right. Let's say 9.999999. But if it happened, then we would then your love, your unconditional love would be tested because it's something that you personally would have trouble stomaching. I think a lot of people would have fucking trouble with you. stomaching that. I agree with you. Some dudes are like it, though. Some dudes sit down, <laughs> jack and like. So, yeah. There are those fucking dudes. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, how many fucking... All right, great. Cuckles, they're called. They uh, actually get off on it. It doesn't mean that they're more unconditional for you. No, it's just a different it, set. Yeah, it works for them. Yeah, they that like it. That fucking turns them on. They're like, hey, let's go to Craigslist. So, yeah, you don't get fucking brownie points for fucking having a fetish. <laughs> Oh, that fucking Christopher Reeves' wife. Scott, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, how's it going, man? Good. Hey, I, a lot of this discussion about dads using the word babysitting is somehow indicative of them not being dads. That's some serious horseshit, man. I, I'm a single dad. I got custody of my kid. And uh, during the, the divorce proceedings, I actually was called out in court for referring to my job as occasionally babysitting. And the fact is, if my son's playing and doing his own thing and I'm not involved with it, yeah, I'm babysitting. 
No, no woman thinks of themselves as babysitting. But that's because women tend to regard their children as extension of themselves. Every little thing their precious does is somehow a reflection on the mom, whereas dads, I think, tend to regard their kids as individuals. Uh, I will agree with that, although some dads, like I said, only will do that, uh, but, you know, for the positives, they will jump in. I've seen these dudes before who have kids... In college, right? Yeah. Graduating from college. And then the father wants to sit down and make the decision whether they're going to go to grad school right. or law school and what kind of internships they're going to take and what kind of people they should be. This is, they're talking this way to adults, right? That's weird. And it's it's not that but thing. It's but they're like, not uncommon, right? Yeah, you'd be like, uh, well, you're a Stanley, and a Stanley doesn't behave that way. What? So this kid is a reflection, not an individual, but a reflection of their family's history. That's fucking weird, man. I can't even imagine that shit. That's why people like the moneyed people, right? It's, or Money people, yeah. But uh, there's a lot of people who like... Well, you know, we're academics, and what are you doing starting a business? You're best served, you know. And, yeah, it happens all the time where people think this is the family way to be. This is the way we are. Instead of saying, hey, it's up to you, whatever you want to do in your fucking life. There's some people can't put up with their kids moving across the country. It's like, where do you think you're taking my grandchildren? You know, that at no point do these parents let go. Ever. There's people that fucking live next door to their parents. Do I have to fucking exhibit A? Everybody loves Raymond. Um, Let's go over to Denise. Denise, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. um, I'm calling because um, you're all talking about how the ones that are always supportive and giving all the unconditional love. But what about the ones that do the damaging? Once they do the damaging and they realize that that person has been there for them for, through everything, you think they're able to also get that unconditional love for that person? Like, do you have an unconditional love for... Uh, and who's doing the damaging? Well, like, for example, me. Like, I have done so much shit to my mom, well, when I was younger. Right. And, I mean, it was really bad, like. I mean, really bad. And she stood there, like, not judgmental, nothing. She was just supportive of me throughout the whole time. Now I'm like, you know, I'm doing great, have a great job and everything. And now it's like, now I I help her out. And Mm. it's like, like, the love there, like, I would do anything for her. Even though back then it was like, uh, whatever. That's the weird thing. Like, it's something we'll never understand. It's like that mother-daughter relationship that it kind of, you know, those... There's, I've seen these mothers and daughters sometimes they'll talk to each other five times a day, ten times a day. You know, not too close. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's a thing between them. It's not the same as like a dad with his father. You never call your dad five times a day. It'd be like fucking crazy. There's not enough to talk about during the course of a fucking day. No. You call fucking parents five times. What the you went over the box scores. What else can you possibly do? Yeah. We're going to need a left-handed closer. There's no doubt about it. Got it. Yeah, we talk about ten times a day sometimes. About Do, what? Does the bad shit ever come up again, or she just lets it lets I it mean, dangle? Like if like sometimes she'll you know she'll mention it, and but it's not like in a bad way. 
And she's like, oh, because, you know, you changed so much from how you were back then. But it's never like, oh, I hated you or anything. Right. But you, she was fucking holding on loosely because she saw, she saw that you were going to make it back maybe, you know? Yeah. You must have been like, just like a, a crackhead who were back in those days, huh? No, no. <laughs> no, not like that. What were you doing? I mean, I was, you know, I left school early. I Gangbanging? No. Getting high? Chasing <laughs> a dragon? <laughs> just hanging out and stuff. Like, Pumping nothing rock. to you or anything. But I did end up, like, taking money and jewelry yeah, and yeah. stuff. And just, like, bad stuff. But then I just, you know, for her, I decided I was going to go back to school. I finished college. I'm a nurse now. And it's like, oh, it's pretty good now. That's good, honey. I'm I'm really proud of you. You made it. Thank you. All right? I feel like I want you to start calling me 10 times a day, and I want you to call me mommy. And I'm going to tell you how <laughs> happy I am with you. All right. All right thanks, bye-bye. guys. Bye. Well, it's a really good thing that she said. That's the weird thing about family is, like, you don't, I mean, First of all, if that was your friend, you'd be like, I'm done with you. Your family, <laughs> you you're never your even life? done with, even if you say that you're done with. That's fucked, because a lot of times family are assholes, and yeah. why, why even deal with them at all, ever? Well, you, here's what I think is going to happen with you, and I okay. know you have this weird thing with your dad. Uh-huh. And now that your dad is gone, oh, there's yeah. no gonna, any b- way for you to squash this. Nope. My prediction is yeah. you're going to have a field of dreams with your dad sometime. Oh, that would be so annoying. And you and your dad are going to be fucking playing catch. Ugh. You still mad at your dad? No, but it's just I don't feel like playing catch with my dad. You you would never want to have that squash conversation. Not really. I'm. It's over. It happened. It happened. I mean, what, what are you gonna do? Can I just tell you something now? Yeah. Your dad was a sick man. Oh yeah, definitely. I he get was that. Sick. I know. I get it. It had nothing to do with the way he felt about you. Oh, I'm sure. No, I'm sure he felt he loved me, but you know. He could have tried a little harder. That's like fucking getting, you know, I get that. He could have tried harder. But look at you. Yeah. You, It's hard to fucking quit things. Listen, everything's under control over here. You know it's not. It's, it's how like he a, felt. It's like a fucking. It's like I'm looking at your dad right now. Well, I don't have any kids. And I'm not fucking. I'm, I make money. I fucking, I, I can bring a paycheck in. I pay my rent. I pay all my bills for the most part. Guess S- what? Almost. Guess what? Yeah. You're a better man than your dad. Thank you. No kids. Manson was a better man than your dad, but still, the point is. <laughs> he was probably more organized. Yeah, I mean, he was shit, more organized. He basically ran a cult. Um, let's go over to uh, Chris. Chris, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. I just want, I want to tell you thanks, because I have lived with guilt my, my whole son's life. I was a single dad, um, split from his mom. Uh, we had shared custody, and he would come over, and I would make the best of him being with me, but I didn't want him to be there. I just, I, I, I didn't want to take care of him, but I, I made the best of it. I put my life aside, the things I wanted to do so that I could provide for him, and then as he got older, I wanted to be involved in his life, and he wanted no part of me, but... I always felt guilty because I didn't want to do that nurturing, that mother thing. I, I just wanted to, you know, to provide for him. And now you, I know that there's other people who 
feel the same way. If you had a guitar right now, you'd be Harry Chapin. This is the fucking Cats in the Cradle song. You know what I mean? Like, men feel like what... The fact that he even said, I put my, my life aside. Where you don't see the kid as being your life. You know what I mean? You put right. your life aside for the kid. I'm not saying that every mother doesn't say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But 99% of mothers couldn't fucking identify with that statement. But I think some fathers do because we think of ourselves as hunters. We think of our job as, look... What I've done, I brought home meat. Check that shit out. Happy now? We got a break here. Fuck, every day seems like I can't fucking hold the first break back. It's okay. It's all right. I don't know what fucking happens. I don't know where the show goes. Um, possible we'll be back with the good question. I got to see whether... Uh, yeah, this obscenity deal, I think, is what we'll get into... Uh, there was another obscenity trial. Um, oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's weird that we still have those. Yeah, I thought that was... This should fucking not be a fucking deal anymore. Also, I wish we would have this for Earl. The Jim Crow Museum of Racist Memorabilia is up. That is in uh, Michigan. Um, who doesn't like that? And, of course, a great video... A chunky Asian woman slips on butter. Now this is art. Mm. So we got all that. Uh, we'll come back and talk about this obscenity thing. It's up on the iBang right now is the good question. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron Bennington. Fez Watley. This is the Ron and Fez show. So Roy, let me ask you, what have you been doing all these years? Uh, well, the... the uh the hand, like, the 80s, and <clears throat> drinking, a lot of time uh, are you still drinking? No, 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 I, I don't, that's, that's behind me now, I just, why are you buying? I'm gone to detox venture, way down on last breath on, I've been raking leaves with lies at the end of this lead up the yard, hey! Yeah, it's the Ron and Fez show. Monday. Hicks has already had a couple pops just to try to keep this going today. I mean, you know, once fucking weekend's over, I feel fucking sad. Wow, I just thought of something. Yeah. You're a chick with two UPS guys. Oh, really? I don't know whether that would be a bad thing or a good thing. Oh, well, not a good thing. Okay. Don't think it would happen, though. Um, well, here's the deal right now. Uh... Hicks, remember you were a crazy pussy girl last week? Yeah, the crazy girl that wanted to uh, fuck the last guy drafted. Uh, she's a comedian slash actress. I got fucking played. Yeah. So she's known as, uh, this is her way of getting over. That and you is. even said, with the edits and all, it wasn't straight yeah. fucking weirdness. Uh, all right, peace up today uh, as part of Good Question. On the iBank. Uh, there's an L.A. fetish film producer, and he's been convicted of violating federal obscenity laws. Uh, his films include bestiality uh, and looks like some shit and piss stuff. All right. Uh, he called his film shock art, but 
uh, they're not falling for it. Uh, I did not think that we would still be involved with obscenity laws, but I think we are. Uh, you take the bestiality out of it, because some people, you know, if they want to just do uh, protect the animals. Cruelty, yeah, cruelty against animals. And obviously you take children out of it. Yeah. Is there anything that people could possibly do, consenting adult stuff, that would offend you? See, we used to have this thing called community standards, where what you could do in New York City or Las Vegas or Miami that would be acceptable would not be acceptable in a small town in Iowa or Oklahoma or bumfuck, right? Yeah. Uh, but now, because of the Internet, that's really the community that we live in now. <laughs> that if you live in Iowa, you're ex- exposed as just as much porn as if you live in San Francisco. It's there if you want it. So is there much that you could think... This should be stopped if it's between consenting adults. You know, if it's not breaking any of the existing laws, such as snuff. I don't think snuff should... Again, that would be consenting adults. I don't know. The problem with snuff is those people are getting whacked and nobody knows. They had no idea what was going down. Okay. Um, I mean, you're, gonna, you're not going to have any child porn, obviously, because there's an unfairness to that. The, that person isn't making their decision, and we're saying that even by the, you know, high school age girls who would like to make their decision for the same reason we don't let them have cocktails, <laughs> is the same reason we don't let them do porn. Yeah, that even if you act like this is something we want to do, no, you're not fucking ready yet. You don't know, lady. You don't want to get DP'd. I don't even like you to call her lady, <laughs> young um, young miss. So is there anything out there? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. It basically comes down to can consenting adults have the right to set their own standards or do they uh, do they have to follow along with what other people tell them? Now, at any point, it just doesn't dawn on me that if somebody wants to do water sports stuff, that that shouldn't be between them. I don't care. The bestiality I get 100%. These animals didn't sign up for this. Right. Like that dolphin didn't know it was crossing any lines. It's a dolphin. It ain't a human. So I'm going to go to you. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to go to Handsome Johnny Tube Steaks. He's he's got a porn name. Yeah. So he should know. Johnny, anything wrong between consenting adults? No, not at all. Nothing at all. Everything should be legal. Everything. Piss, shit throwing. Sure, let it all out there. Oh, uh, what about uh, jerking off a donkey? Why not? You know. So you would some even guys, let... some guy somewhere he can only jerk off to a guy jerking off a donkey. So you would even say stuff like that if the animal's not physically being hurt. Yeah. Uh, no different than a guy jerking off a racehorse to keep the sperm. Absolutely. Maybe if we could just combine those two, <laughs> then and we you hit. could watch thoroughbred <laughs> racehorses get jacked off. <laughs> Someone out there is going to pay for it. Um, let's go over to Chris Stanley. Uh, I feel that we shouldn't limit the porn fucking industry. No matter what. Even the sh- I mean, two girls, one cup. 
Mm -hmm. Shit porn became gigantic on the internet. So there's obviously... And I don't understand why this guy gets busted. Yeah. And that one doesn't get busted. It's fucking bizarre. I could find awful pornography, you know, within seconds. Pornography that none of us want to see, that we would yell. (laughs) Don't. But don't. I don't want to see it. Diarrhea maniacs. Yeah. And I actually do that with most pornography um, based on the fact that the acting is so bad. I That's the part that disturbs me. Uh, let me ask you this. Okay. Uh, simulated rape. It's simulated, and they signed off on it. it I mean, I, I yeah, that's that's okay if it's simulated. Johnny, if I had to, that's fine. If I had to draw a line, it would be, I mean, snuff. I mean, you can't. Snuff, we get. the line, so I mean. All right, what about simulated violence? Verbal violence. It's simulated. It's not real. I mean. As long as you yell cut. The end of it. Give me a check. We're good. Boom. Yeah. Then Goodfellas would be banned then. Simulated violence. Now, don't you worry a little bit about the fact that the rape scenes could be turning on rapists or the beating scenes? I think the rapists are going to be rapists no matter what. No matter what happens out there. I mean, all right, so they're getting off on that. Maybe they'll even help the rapists because then, hey, I don't have to go out and rape. I'm watching my rape porn. Um. There was that movie a few years ago where uh, a woman was graphic rape scene. That that was went out fine. Here's Graham. Graham, go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, I was just calling to say I think consenting adults should be able to do whatever they want, but uh, people who like to shit on each other, I don't think they should be able to vote because they're not working with a full deck. So the um, the shit throwers, they're <laughs> insane. <laughs> According to him, that's insanity. I I don't get the poop porn. I mean, I think it's more. I I thought maybe beginning just to shock people, like a goatsy type thing, right, or a lemon party, right? But shock plays a very very big part into the porn business. You know, you have to remember, in you know nineteen forties and nineteen fifties, all of it was shocking. So shock even played a part of it then. Right. They weren't looking for. Let me see. People making love. They were looking to be like, holy shit. Let's blow my eyes. I can't fucking believe this. Those titties are bouncing. I know it. They moved. Um, let's go over to John. John, you're on the Run of Fish show. I, you know, Ronnie, uh, porno has become so much about depravity pushing the envelope. I guess as long as there's no severe bodily harm, like firecrackers out of somebody's ass or something like that. You know, you say that and yet we do let jackass go on. And let's face it, uh, that's a ridiculous show and it's using some kind of violence as a funny thing. I'm watching um, a thing the other day where a young kid punched another young kid on the balls and it fucking made... Uh, TV. It was like um, one of those shows where they show a bunch of fucking clips. All right. And, you know, th- like to the people that they were going, don't do this at home. That was one of the the people. <laughs> um, well, a ball shot will always make it no matter what happens. Now, Fez, you've stayed quiet uh, through this. And it has to be very uncomfortable for you because when they start wanting to go after obscene p- porn... That was always the case. Right. And if if you're going to start enforcing strict obscenity laws, then it could get down to 
two guys kissing each other that at is a ballpark, true. Where, you know, clothed, completely clothed, but uh, people say, I find that offensive. And it doesn't meet community standards. So you agree with the guys. Everything yes. has to be covered. Because All right, let, go- me, let, let me give you a scenario. Um, it's kind of anti-gay rape scenes. It's fucking things where people are being forced and being called anti-gay names Why they're being raped. Would you promote that? I, I would still, if consenting, Whoa. I would still go with it. But you just had a thing the other day where you didn't think Bobcat's film should be out there. And, and you're against when people speak things. But for your point, porn, okay, but the language about it, not okay. If someone sits and makes anti-gay remarks on the radio, not fine. Anti-gay remarks do- while they're butt-fucking, fine. This is the fucking line that we work here. Walk here. And I don't want to etch a sketch on you again, but that's a complete flip-flop. By what you're saying, people should be able to express themselves with. But I think that's people going to look for, you know, violent gay porn. I think that's some, if they're watching it, then it's something they want to watch. Exactly. Just like if you're listening to a radio show or reading a magazine or going to a website, those are the things. Just because it doesn't sexually turn you on, it either emotionally or intellectually turns you on, you want to do away with that. But the porn thing, and we can see... Fez has a little uh, fetish thing going on that he hasn't explained to us. Oh. I have. I, have, I bet uh, you're into uh, the negative gay stereotypes in a porn thing, like somebody being taken forcefully. Am I right? I have watched some fetish oh. gay porn. Thank you. Oh, boy. Thank you. And an odd thing that I find, like, towards the end of it, that, like, let's say there's one guy who's being uh, so-called abused throughout the film. Mm-hmm. At the end, they'll actually bring him back and have him on camera saying, I love this. I consented to all of it. I had a great time here today at the studio. All right. Let me give you another one. It's fucking uh, KKK guys uh, raping a black girl. Would you want to? Should that be out there? It, It should be. I would never watch it, but it should be out there. But at the same time, you want to fire people for on the radio entertaining. See, I the fetish stuff is the weirdest stuff to me. I just don't understand why you're not getting. I think it's different. It isn't different. Um, Let's go over here to. um, Let's go to Gary. Gary, I'm running fez. Oh, yeah, Ron. How you doing? Yeah. You know, this kind of sort of fits everything about uh, this country, is that sex is taboo, violence and guns isn't. You know, we can't have this, somebody go to trial, but the first five minutes of Private Ryan, you know, the graphic violence, and that was perfectly acceptable. Well, that was actually supposed to be oh, fucking D-Day. I don't understand. That wasn't supposed to be like something to get off on. Um, Pat, you're on the Run of Fez show. You know, I mean, you know, one of your own there, uh, you know, little Jimmy Norton, he's in the doo-doo play. He speaks about it freely. You know, nobody criticizes him about that. Right. You know, I mean, how does Fez feel about Jimmy Norton in his fetish? I feel that's fine if that's what you're into, if you're consenting to to be part of that. Ryan, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Ronnie, I think you're a little off base with this whole, like, you know, if it's in a, a porn movie, anti-gay stuff and uh, versus just hearing it on the radio or a TV show. One is scripted. So in the porn, absolutely not. There's thing. no way that shit scripted. In these, there's very little professionally done porn where it's scripted. Right, but it's not like they're just doing it ad lib. They're saying this is yes, a, it a, is a porn. Yes, a porn. Are you no, telling me that they're not having sex? Yeah, they are. But I'm saying if you're if you're putting a anti-gay theme on it, then they're going to probably have that kind of thing beforehand and go, look, this is kind of the vibe of what we're going to do. So so, it's so who out. gets to make the decision here that makes uh, it acceptable could... for you? Well, no, but my point is you're saying during that porn, and you're, you're questioning why Fez is saying it's all right during the, the porn film, but it's not all right for someone to just spout off their, their mouth and, and say anti-gay shit. The difference is if I'm just sitting here calling someone a faggot, that's wrong. Versus if I'm in a film and it's scripted and we talk about it ahead of time and say, all right, I'm going to use these words. I'm going to say these stupid shit. Okay, we all consent. That's what we're going to do. No, but, so, but what you're saying is Fez can jerk off to what offends him. That's the fucking strange point about it. It's like the thing that he says he's most offended by. That word. Sexually also fucking turns him on. Oh, boy. The degrading of other gays turns him on sexually. There's a website called hornyfword.com. And yet we have to sit and listen to fucking lectures <laughs> about how awful and how terrible this is that it ever gets said, said and how if this is said to someone, it destroys your life. Um, that's the fucking funniest shit to me. Um, let's go over to Tony in Brooklyn. You're on fez. What about incest, Ronnie? Either simulated or real. I don't... Probably in porno, it's not real. But. Probably. Well, you do do simulate it. Uh, and then, of course, there's twin cess. Fuzzy, should that be fine? Uh, with its actual twins doing it? Should incest be okay as a form of expression? Uh, yeah. That, I mean, it's... Incest is okay. As consenting adults. So, you would let them have sex in a film... But you've said before that they shouldn't be able to marry. Well, yeah, because then I, if they're having sex in a film, that's most likely not going to produce a child who's sick. All right. Uh, could two brothers marry each other then? I would say, yeah, if they were consenting adults. Oh. We switched on that, too. That was another switch on us. Let's take the twin cess stuff. I thought, you know... That's something I just found out. A lot more gay shit comes up for twin cysts than does for you know, like women. Of course it does. Uh, if neutered, can they marry Fess? If the uh, if they get fixed, can they marry then? Can a man marry a sister if they they make sh they're fixed and they can't have children? Um, yeah, I would say yes. All right. So the only problem is the children. Um. Let's go over to Bruce. Bruce, you're on the Run of Fez show. Well, what I was wondering is, like, what is the difference in the damn entertainment world where the accused, that rape scene, or the, the Dakota Fanning rape scene, is entertainment and drama and, and fucking simulated rape in porn is vile and vulgar, and they do the same thing with language. If you're watching a drama and there's disturbing language, it's, it's intense and it's entertainment, but if you're watching a comedy... 
it's vile and vulgar and unacceptable. I don't understand where people draw the line for the exact same thing, but just a different context. I think it normally has to be with how talented are you being able to pull it off. And uh, let's face it, there's an Avengers porn going around right now. They're not nearly as good as the actual Avengers. No. Dude, this weekend, I can't wait. It's happening. It is all fucking going down. <laughs> to the brick. And there's no fucking way. 17. There's no way that this isn't going to be the finest. The finest film ever made. And I'm saying that as a popcorn fan. It's going to just blow it all up? Yeah. Fuck, man, the Hulk, dude. Uh, Tim, you're on the Run Fest show. Uh, question for Fezzy. What, what do you think if two gay UPS deliverers were banging someone's girlfriend? Would that offend you? I'll let Hicks handle that one. <sighs> yes. Shorts are still on. They've just taken yeah, their penises. I don't know why. This, this keeps coming up. I... No. They deliver. Yeah. Sean, you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, Fez, you said that incest wouldn't be okay in terms of having kids because people, they may be, uh, the kids may be sick, right? Uh-huh. What about people that have that are genetically predisposed to a kind of illness? Should they not be able to have kids also? It seems like Fez is almost like believing what Stalin or Hitler did with a master race, where we should only put healthy people together to have children. And maybe if somebody has diabetes in their background, they should not be able to have children. Taken out of the gene pool. Yeah. Okay. I never thought that would be you, Fez. And I just want to explain something to you. Mm -hmm. For a long time, gayness was seen as an illness. Remember that. Oh, yeah. As you're going around wanting to now round up the ill people. Makes you think, doesn't it? Makes you sit here and think. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's thinking about it. Come on. Rounding up the gay people. I just... I find the, the most interesting part of this is the guy who is explaining to us how bad language is and how the word should never be used and referred to as the F word sits and spanks it watching a simulated and degrading rape scenes. Oh. And here's the, the interesting thing. The videos I've seen have never used that word. The thing that, here's the thing that I, I love, too. That a big part of uh, fear of gayness, right, is the rape. You know what I mean? That was always, if you go to prison, that'll happen then to you. Or it. these fucking hill people. That'll happen. And Fez is always, that's ridiculous. And yet he sits and spanks to degrading... Rape scenes. Now, do you do you identify with the raper or the rapey? I would say the rapey. Oh, wow. Oh man. <sighs> wow. Oh boy. Richard, you're on the run face show. Hey guys, hey, I want to know what you feel or how you feel about uh, bestiality. I mean, that's an important nose, but the uh, animal that involved doesn't have a choice. I've never had an animal turn me on. Hicks? No animals for fucking me. What about those UPS dogs? Nope. 
You seem like you're getting a little short-tempered no. over this UPS thing. No, my temper is fucking ice cold. A little bit of red S there. No. A little hot under the collar. Fucking Ice Cube Stanley. That'd be a great fucking nickname for you. Thanks. Your other great fucking nickname would be Cha-Cha. <laughs> this is kind of cool. Fez, did you uh, email me today or text me today? Yes, I did. Because I got a new phone. I'm just trying to figure it all out. So I didn't see my text from you. Probably about 10.30. Don't be probably. It was exactly at 10.30. I know that because you do that every single day at the same time. Right. Every single day at the same time. Fez is clockwork when it comes to that. I guess because he wants to be raped someday. You want to be Ice Cube Stanley since you don't get mad at all? <laughs> That's what I heard they call me. I don't know. Uh, Nate, you're running Fez. Hey, buddies. Now that Fez is an out-of-the-closet uh, pedophile, are you guys concerned about him babysitting this weekend? Well, they are girls, so that makes me feel better. And pedophilia never came up during this. Uh, he did say the rape stuff. And what adult male would let himself be raped? Unless he was in the Marine Corps or jail. A lot of Marine Corps background. I know they do a lot of boot camp, right? Oh. Yeah, there's like there's like Russian military type uh, well, videos. How, how do you know? That probably is real. That's probably not even simulated. Hmm. Um... Pig, you're on the pig. Pete wants to talk about a pig farmer, you know. And I just called him pig. I feel awful about that now. Yeah, I work with this girl. She um she used to have a job. She told she got drunk one night and told us that when she was in college she had a job working at the pig farm, jerking off the pigs to make them come to collect the semen. And it's like, okay, she tells a story and I'm completely horrified, but since she's got a lab coat on, she says it's no big deal. It's not sexual. And she, it was, it's just, I just found that disturbing that you can actually do that to an animal as a job. And there's got to be a better way to get the semen out of an animal than having some college kid jerk it off. I don't know. Well, I mean, anybody who works around animals has to do all that kind of stuff. We brought that yeah, up but, before with, uh, you know, when you have horses, you got to be able to jack them. You got to get that fucking jizz for the, to get better horses. You're not going to get around that. Uh, this is a weird story up on the uh, on the iBank. One of the guys who did the Breitbart uh, autopsy All right. found dead, poisoned. Oh, God. It was Obama. Don't even fucking say that. You're next. Well, what do you want to do? Fucking chase that down? This, chase that story down? This is a fucking conspiracy theory now. It's one that I'm not part of. And we've also had the comment stopped on the IB wire, so you can't even comment on it. Breitbart was assassinated. If that's the case, yeah. then I do want Obama for re-election. <laughs> because um, 
I honestly believe that he's getting a lot more done than I thought he could pull off. So. I mean, great assassinations. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe he should have just gone like the head of the CIA instead of like president. He's great at murdering. Mm. James, you're on the run of Fez show. Yeah, Fez, you're going to get that place cleaned out because it smells like cat shit? I'm actually getting a new ceiling this week. That's how clean it's going to be. Just been jizzing up there and just fucking hitting the top of it while you're watching ru- Russian rape porn? <laughs> Russian? Yes. How come you guys don't listen to the show? He just told us that he watches Russian rape porn, and I'm saying to him, that's probably not even simulated. You're probably watching guys get fucking raped in Russia. I thought he was rushing to, like, fucking Jack. Yeah, I'm sure he is. <laughs> I didn't know we were going that ethnic. Are you going to leave the porn out while your fucking kids are there? Oh, no. No. Where do you put it? No, that it's all on the computer. Oh, great. That way you can be traced. I hope that oh that's I hope they're going to the history. Jesus. I am thinking that. You're like, Daddy, what is this? It's a communist fuck party. I mean the ten year old probably is on the computer, right? Yeah. He's gotta get in the Facebook. Oh god. Oh my god. When's this all gonna happen? Saturday night. I need you to work Saturday night. I'll have to bring two little girls with me. Good. I need to bring them to the Russian rape bar. Tell the name. Uh, here's a story that you're going to love, Chris Stanley. Uh, one of the people in New York City, and this is up on the IB Wire, looking to ban happy hour. What? What? Now, possibly becoming bad from fucking happy hour. Well, here's the great thing about it. Most places that worry about happy hour worry about DUIs. Where here, everybody's got a free ride home. Yeah, between cabs and fucking subways, it's on. Cabs, subway, boats. You want a fucking horse and carriage. You want a fucking Chinese kid to fucking pedal you around while you sit in the back. Um, you want to call a limo to pick you up. They'll be there for 25 bucks and 10 minutes. No one... Gets a DUI in New York. You never run into people who got a DUI. His big problem is people fucking uh, ODing on alcohol. How long has fucking happy hour been a thing for fucking New forever. forever? Now this is now he has to uh, attack this for fucking no reason. That was fucking business bars will lose if there's no happy hour. Tell they get most of the people in there. Well, also, happy hour is not always easy to find a fucking waitress. They pile you in there. They give you smaller <laughs> fucking cups, whatever. Yeah, they'll fuck Anything you like that. Anything to waste fucking time. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, it's full price again. Fuck. And then, boom. Oh, I'm here for you. What do you want? I wanted you a fucking hour ago, bitch. I wanted cheaper booze. I have to leave. I think there's a happy hour going on maybe an hour later down the block. Why do they have to keep this going? Why do they really... One to just monitor everything that everybody's doing. All right, it's called the Take Care New York 2012. Take good care of New Yorkers. I don't need to be taken care of. Um, this is just fucking trying to control our lives in every aspect. Now, 
Uh, this this is part of what came up on it. This is something that he's worried about, concerned about, the fact of numbers. That the, there are alcohol-related hospitalizations in 2006 where roughly 209 people for every 100,000 people drinking. Okay. Uh, the goal was to reduce this to 170 to 100,000. So... Happy hour would bring down 39. Now, you've spent a lifetime drinking, right? Yeah. How many times have you ever had to take a buddy to the hospital? Never. Even binge drinking, right? Never. How many of these hospitalizations for alcohol have got to do with homeless people or real, not the kind of people that you're going to, degenerate types that you're not going to run into at a fucking happy hour? Or maybe even just like... Fucking out-of-towners or children, children being high schoolers, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking, like, on, like, a St. Patrick's Day or some big drinking day of the fucking year. Not because a happy hour down the block from your fucking job is fucking feeding you alcohol so much that you have to go to the hospital. It's retarded. Someone who's drinking so much that they're going to end up hospitalized is going to drink that anyway, whether it's a happy hour special or not. Well, he's saying if they can drink cheaply, right? Uh-huh. They'll try to binge drink it. To be in that inside that thing, but I've been around happy hours. I've never seen anybody have to be fucking taken out. I agree that some people will binge drink more with the you know when you're at a wedding you binge drink. A hell, open bar, dude. Yeah, but enough to go to the hospital. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop your fucking bullshit. Really, these are lies. This person is lying to. For he just doesn't like happy hour. He just has a beef against fucking alcohol. Uh, people now want to know if we're going to bring up the Rush and Rape Room, uh, where we'll just have a bar calling okay. it the Rush and Rape Room, <laughs> because that seems to be Fez's big thing. Is Trees playing again? Get down there, bitch. Take this. Take this, sissy. <laughs> Fez is like, yeah. Get the sinner. Hurt him. Take it. Take out. Take it out. I wonder if one of the reasons why you're into rape so much is that you can't imagine possibly wanting to do it. I think you get a psychological thing. You see your shrink tonight, right? Uh Uh-huh. Here's what I want you to do. Take out your Russian rape tape in front of him and just start spanking in front of him and saying this is what you're going to get. I'll send him a link. I thought you didn't even think he was very good. I'd like to get his opinion on this. Go right. Go right. At all times. Uh, This guy in England went to an ex who was his dentist and... uh, she yanked out all his teeth while oh, he was asleep. Jesus Christ. Then wrapped his fucking head in bandages. Oh. And when he took the bandages, he's like felt like it was weird but it was numb. And she's like, Yeah, you need that so you don't, you know, go moving your jaw until you later. And then finally when he takes the bandages off oh. all of his teeth are gone. Thirty two fucking teeth. So it's just gums. Now you would think oh. that as she pulled like one or two. Fuck. Uh, she would be like, you know what? I don't know what I was thinking. 
I can't go but through But to this. do that 30 fucking two times. Wow, she hates this guy. And look what he tried to do. He tried to stay friends. Hey, at least we can know each other on a professional level. All's well, it ends well, right, baby? You're still my dentist. Don't forget that. Oh, you're going to knock me out for this? Great. Cool. Oh, God, I don't have a mouth. Oh, she's fucking going away. That's like fucking assault or torture or some shit. You think Fez is going to the shit things, too? Just like throwing like gay shit on each other? Yeah. Because well, he was all behind that. With all like the gay sex and the ass. Rape. The gay rape. Not even happy sex. Rape. Poop will come out, and I'm sure they play with it once it comes out. Why are you going to say that, dude? I'm just saying that's probably what happens. Disgusting. And it happened during Grilled Cheese Month. I don't even want a grilled cheese now. Dude, you don't. I thought that was going to be the big uh, happy goodbye to April. Hey, how did you like these pizzas we did the other day? They're okay. I mean, I he, think he, those uh, Mulberry Street pizzas were better. Brian Williams was saying it was the best he's ever had, right? Brian Williams is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> it's definitely not the best fucking pizza. If I was Brian Williams, I probably would think it was because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. It's all pissed drunk all the time. Fucking wandering into some fucking pizzeria on Ninth Avenue. It's like, let me get it. Come on, this is what. I don't know if you've seen the fucking news before, <laughs> but I'm Brian fucking Williams. And you motherfuckers better give me some free pies. You ever taken a fucking cab lately? I'm gonna have this whole place shut down for health codes. Where's my pizza? Uh, nice story up on the iBang. Your guy Jack White. And Gary Oman fucking wrestling around like a Russian rape video. <laughs> they said they hadn't even met each other. And they saw each other and started wrestling. And then fucking Jack White runs full force at Gary and tackles him for this uh, the concert they put on. Um, That's had to be a work, though. That's Friday planned. night. No one does shit like that, right? I don't know. It's he, Jack White tackles him to the ground. But then Gary, I think when, I don't know, when Gary almost starts screaming help, it sounds like he's acting. Yeah, it does. But this fucking concert was the shit. Yeah, you dug it? Yeah, yeah, I watched uh, Friday night. It was fucking really great. This is one that did downtown, right? Uh, Webster Hall, yeah. It was the premiere of his uh, tour. He's an animal! Ah! Did they do any of the old stuff? Or is all what oh, he was, he was going in, in and out of uh, White Stripe stuff, yeah. It was great. I wonder what Meg's doing right now. I'm being weird somewhere, not talking. Uh, Mike, you're on my face. Yeah, Ronnie, what's up, man? You just talked about the guy that had his teeth removed. You know, I, mm. I can't believe that. But here's a question for you guys: Would you rather have all of your teeth removed, or be John Bobbin to have your dick cut off, but have to be able to be, be reattached? You know, what do you think is worse? First of all, uh, you see people with false fucking teeth. You never see a fucker with a false dick. Keep your dick at all costs. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get my cock cut off. And then, you know, that thing was reattached, but not at full fucking... They won't get all the nerves back together. It's mm -hmm. impossible. Your dick will be like fucking numb and shit. I don't even know. He did my show once in fucking Florida. He was all fucked up. Still eating like pain pills at the time. And oh. A fucking little fucking tiny fucking excuse for a dick. 
Just fucking scrap deck, basically. The scraps. He was like, I don't know. And you know what I always hated about that? How much women loved that story. Like, it was a fucking funny story. And man, it just immediately grabs his own balls. When we're like, I guess good for her, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, Ryan, girl Bobby, power. He showed, he showed him. Girl power. He <laughs> fucking showed and then cut their dicks off. <laughs> then they're us. You can't even jizz or piss. Yeah, it turned this whole thing into a Russian fucking rape video. I don't care. Yeah, cut their dicks off and make them suck their separate dicks. Leno had uh, Mo Gibson on the Tonight Show the other night trying to help him repair. And it seemed like Leno was like playing the mill, like, hey, things happen. Like a lot of times we're anti-Semitic. A lot of times we punch women in the face. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, come on. Come on, Mel. I get it. I understand. I've said all the... Oh, wait. Good for Mel. Getting some love. Look at Mel. It's so fucking crazy. Like, even in his eyes. Explain people what happened here. Well, you know, guy tapes you in your own home in the private... Has it really come to the place where you can't blow off steam in your own home, even if you're justified? I mean, the guy writes a nine-page letter. And I mean, if, if he put half as much time and effort and creativity and imagination into a screenplay, which he was supposed to write, as he did in that letter, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Well, well let's explain what but happened just now. Let's stop here. The rage in him, that he's trying to hold it back and be, like, fun. The rage. He just wants to fucking kill. He wants to slit, slit his throat and rape him. He wants to rape Esther House. Why does he always pull the Jews into it, too, though? He won't leave the Jews alone. I think it's probably from his dad, right? His dad was like a Holocaust denier. I don't know. I mean, Fez's dad was a good fucking citizen, but he sits around watching Russian porn. Oh. Rape porn. Are the Russians raping Americans? No, it's other Russians. And you identify with the, 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 a raped Russian? Yeah. Like, I hope that fucking happens to me once. I hope someone fucking rapes me. Uh. Have you ever talked to any girls that have rape fetishes? Because it makes you almost want to fucking make them sign something. Like, let's get this fucking straight. What if this goes wrong? I, mean, I know. <laughs> a safe word? Yes, it's no. Please stop raping me. We got to be fucking careful with that. Mel Gibson, I, well, I think he'll end up in jail one day. He might just actually kill, like, a servant or something. A Jewish servant? Yeah. Like, wait a minute. You're Jewish? I didn't know that. How'd you sneak past me? That you even sound like for a second. <laughs> Riggs, I'm getting too old for your anti-Semitic shit. <laughs> Riggs, tell the truth. I'm getting too old for this. Did you beat this woman? Yeah. Did you crack her fucking tooth? She had it coming, though. She was recording me. As I was threatening her. All right, let's put him back on. All right. I go Esther House yeah. to write a screenplay for you. Mm. Okay, and you, did you pay him up front? He got paid up front by Warner Brothers. I have a partner in this, and I'm fiscally responsible. Okay, so he's supposed to write a, a script for you. Yeah. And then, what, 18 months go by. Well, 14, 15 months. Look how Jay's fucking kind of help like, him. <laughs> you build a house, you hire a guy to put a roof on it. He comes over and eats lunch and talks about the roof, and then you get rained on all night. Wouldn't you be kind of peeved? Well, I would be peeved. Yeah. Okay. So what you're saying so, is, so... He didn't write a word of a script after 14 to 15 14, months. 14, 15 months. He finally got one, but it was so bad that Warner's rejected it. Right. And All right, let's just I, have something here. You already know who Esther House is. He writes some shitty stuff. But he's also had like 14 fucking scripts turned into films. It's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's a fucking screenwriter. And he talks like this now because of smoking. Oh. 
scary. All right, let's put him back on. Yes, he's just coming. Okay, up. so you blew up at him at your house, yelling, screaming, and he yeah. taped it. He taped it, yeah. Did you know you didn't know he was taped? Of course it. not, no. And then he released the tape. Yeah. And what was it just you just swearing at the guy? Yeah, pretty much. Why does that get applause? Why are we now applauding uh, you know, the anti-Semitic fucking <laughs> wife beater? A little bit of a temper. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> fucking weird, man. Why wouldn't you just fucking take the collar on this? And why would Jay think I need to help him fucking reestablish himself? And fuck up Esther House. Why wouldn't you just tell him, dude, wait till you got a fucking movie, then come on my show. Give it about a year. Nobody will remember any of this shit. Maybe Gibson just fucking felt like he had to do it. Yeah, Gibson did, but why is Jay going to fucking drag himself? No, he looks like the anti-Semitic fucking wife beater. Uh, Chris, you're on Fez. Not to really defend Gibson's actions, but you think a lot of the heat and abuse he's been getting, it's the fact that he's aged like shit if he's got... He used to be the sexy thing in the 80s, and he's mm -hmm. aged like shit if he's gotten older. Dude, you got to out this thing, because this fucking call isn't for the show. <laughs> Who, you're going to sit around and say somebody was sexy in the 80s and now they fucking age. He's falling apart, though. Right? The, the guy's in his late fucking 50s. He fucking looks probably better than most people in their late 50s. Nobody would have a beef with that. He drinks hard, too. So. Yeah. He's the fucking guy that likes a cocktail. So what? All that shit you can do, except for there keeps being these crazy tapes of him coming out, where he's not angry. He's fucking screaming. Like, he's psychotic. It's unhinged shit. He's talking about killing women and fucking how the Jews did this and oh, the, the Jews Dodgers. did that. Hebes and whatnot. That's it's what not that says. fucking difficult not to get taped fucking screaming anti-Semitic shit. There's supposed to be people around him constantly. Because he can't even do a thing where, you know me, I joke around. People know I fuck around. I love everybody. <laughs> Come on. That Jew stuff's a big joke, everybody, right? j -Lo's audience? Right? Woo! We love you, Mel. We love you so much. God, we'll forget all of that. Make Braveheart too. You're the best ever. Let's party together. Bam, ba, doom, down, bam, ba, do, 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 do. Another story up on the IB wire today. A guy uh, had a meth, portable meth lab, blow up in his pants. All right, how the fuck? Did you even get that into your pants? Are we that hard up for meth? Yeah. I mean, get a trailer or a basement or something. Those are the old days. Now it's portable. It's like a fucking iPhone, really, basically. An iPhone should have a meth lab that app where you just fucking hit it, and boom, then you find yourself. Like, this is great. Cooking up. Cooking up my delicious crystal meth. This is fantastic. Time to get high. Thanks, iPhone. Hmm. I don't get it anymore. Well, it's meth and oxys. I don't think it can make it. There's not any oxy labs. I saw this thing. It was on 60 Minutes. That there were 200 million prescriptions for oxy last year. Uh... It's probably all on the up and up, right? They said that you could have taken these prescriptions and every adult in America 
could have stayed high for a month if we divided up between us. If some people weren't just sitting around just fucking Bogart Noxies for themselves. Well, some need more than others to get a fucking high. Yeah, the, the fucking Oxy problem's out of control. And I don't see them really trying to do anything to stop it. I mean, every every like about you now every six months they say, "Oh, new oxy came out that no one can get high off of." That they'll use it for right just as it's intended to. And then you on the internet just type in, "How do I get high off this pill?" And it's fucking top. You find out immediately on how to cook it up or whatever. Uh, did you see this Dan Savage, the anti-bully bully? Yeah. Uh, that story. Uh, do you know who Dan Savage is? Fuzz? He started the "Gets Better" campaign. And does it? Have we ever even proven that? Because don't most people look back and go, ah, those were the great years. Now things are getting worse. I don't know if you can be sure that you get better. But apparently he was at this place where young journalists, high school age. And he started saying so much shit about the Bible that a hundred of them got up and walked out. Yeah, he was just bashing the Bible left and right. And then he yells out, look at these pansies. <laughs> they can't take it. Which is exactly... What we say bullies do. Yeah. He's got a new show on MTV, too. What? Yeah, he's got a show on MTV where he goes around talking to kids about sex on college campuses. I don't I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just saw a commercial for it. I just think that we're at a certain fucking point where the bullying... Well, no, I've said it from the beginning. The bullying thing is has gotten to insanity levels. Well, yeah, now it's like a little cottage industry where if you can just start anti-bullying stuff and you can make money off of it. Well, I was waiting to hear if Fez was going to defend him or us to sketch him. What are you doing, Fez? I think he's uh, fine uh, pointing out inconsistencies with uh, Bible, with the Bible of how some things are followed and some things aren't. I don't see where right. pointing that out is bullying. Uh, would you want people in your public schools promoting the Bible? No. No. Then it's okay to come in and, t and attack the Bible. You just can't promote the Bible. Do you not see the fucking inconsistency there? Well, How fucking difficult is it for you, dude, when you go into a public school with these kids to not bring up the Bible? I don't think it's that fucking uh, hard to do. So if you don't... What you're saying is you want the counterpoint but not the point. He was saying that one reason people give for bullying being okay is the Bible, so he was counteracting that. Right, but did, did school teachers sit up and say, here's why you shouldn't be gay in school because of the Bible? No, we wouldn't want that, right? No, no. So we don't need Dan Savage, who also was supposed to come in and do something on the journalist thing. Leave the Bible out of it, dude. The other part of it, when the Christian kids are getting up and leaving, right? Uh-huh. Is it good to call them a pansy? I don't know. I don't like the word pansy. So you turn on Dan Savage here. He should be kept out of the schools. I uh, on that point, I don't think Dan should be using the point pansy with uh, anybody. So he should be out of the schools. Uh, no, you wouldn't. You'd suspend a teacher. Uh, you were ready to get rid of kids out of school for verbal things. Remember? Uh huh. But in this case, Dan gets the second thing. What exactly does the word pansy mean? Let's look that up. Fine. Pansy. Uh, an effeminate or homosexual man in the offensive sense. So basically, Mr. Anti-Bully, the worst thing that, they, that he could say 
to these people is that you're effeminate man. Yeah. A weak, effeminate, and often cowardly man or a male homosexual. That's... In the way he was using it, which was a slang. Yeah. Oh, boy, Danny. Yeah, basically what he said was uh, that's being gay as a negative thing. So this is your guy. This is your this kid's better guy. But even beyond that, even still using name-calling, which is exactly what we accuse the bullies of doing. Guess what? You're going to be called names in life. <laughs> it happens. You're going to be fucking called names. This is the exact fucking reason why the... You know what this fucking whole thing seems to be good for to me? Dan Savage. Yeah, he's got a new TV show. He's suddenly out. making a fucking career out of this bit. <laughs> yeah. I agree that he should definitely keep the anti-bullying message positive. Well, apparently then he's not the guy that should be doing it. And how do you create, how do you do a positive thing? How is Glee positive towards fucking uh, football players? And what does the name football players get called for? Jocks. Could you imagine if you referred to gays as a, a piece of fucking underclothing that holds your balls in place? They'd be pissed. And yet, this is okay to call this to these other kids. You're a jock. You are a piece of fabric that holds a cock and balls. That's all that you are. And exposes the ass mm -hmm. to the world. That's How is all. that not fucking bullying? How is that not saying this is all you are? You're not a thinking person. There's no intellect that goes into sport. You are merely a jock. But don't they call themselves that as well? Don't uh, they? Can't we say that about the N-word and the F-word and all that? Isn't that the same argument that you've used? My ends. That it's okay for gay people to call themselves whatever they've lived through it? Did they these kids make up this word jock? Or did they just accept it and say, uh, this is where I go. This is where society deems me. Which happens to most of us all the time anyway. Ridiculous. Uh, Doug, you're on the run of face show. What's going on, Mr. B? Yeah. I, uh, you know, I go to a pain management clinic. I've been going there for a couple of years. And I, you know, screwed up my back. But, you know, I still work and do everything. And uh, the, the management clinic that I go to, they will not uh, write oxy. Uh, they flat out tell you right when you come through the door. If, if that's what you're here for, you ain't getting it. But I take uh, an extended release drug called Opana, which is, uh, you know, time-released uh, pain pill. And the new, I just got a new pill. And they look like mini sweet tarts. But they are, I don't know how they make them, but you can hit them like with a hammer and they will not break. Okay. They are coming up with ways to where these people, where these junkies can't grind up their pills and snort them and stuff. I mean, this stuff is, it's like a little rubber bullet. All right, thanks for calling us, Doug. Peace. Little rubber bullets. That's something you want in your gullet, huh? <laughs> well, it makes you feel good. Yeah. How long does it take for the fucking <laughs> bullet thing part to break down? Yeah. I'm going to start selling stomach acid. Um, here's uh, Dan. Dan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going? 
Yeah, I was just wondering, is it offensive to call a gay guy a cocksucker? I would say yes. Why? Because it just minimalizes him down to his lowest thing. But that's okay. His lowest thing. The to, lowest thing that he could do no. is suck a cock. You just told us that it was the lowest thing. To, I meant to a low thing. Why, what is so low if that's what you do? Why is this considered low? That's the funny fucking part of it. There's a self-loathing to that. Um, let's go over to Travis. Travis, you're on the Run and Fest show. Ben, do you not realize how fucking hypocritical you actually are? Uh, no, I guess I don't. Because, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. If it's something to do with, you know, being gay or whatever, you're whatever. Whoever's on your side of the gays, you're for it. But if it's somebody against it, you'll take the exact opposite fucking stance. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. I think that we're all pretty much that way. Uh, you know, that when people are trying to say that they're for equal rights, it's generally only their own fucking thing that they're interested in. And I hate to say that, but I well, guess if you are. sat around and were like, hey, we need to do something about Africa, yeah, then maybe it isn't. Maybe you are able to do it. But when you're just like, hey, I want to protect the fucking Irish Americans of this country. They've done so much. You're just like, well, this is for you, dude. Yeah. That's the story. suddenly being into gay rights after he decides that he's gay is only getting around to saying, I'm for Fez rights. Which I have no problem with. Everybody should want their own fucking shit. But don't act like you're better than the guys who watch Fox News who are in the 1% and don't want to pay taxes. Because they're just fucking about their shit too. Gotta make that money. Gotta keep that money. <laughs> So hypocrisy plays a big part in all this. I just find it fucking hysterical that the guy who started the don't bully thing, when kids are getting and walking out on him, fucking hits him with the pansy. <laughs> now the other thing too is, aren't you? Aren't we allowed to act like weakness is a bad thing? Is that something that we shouldn't attack and shouldn't say you got to get stronger? <sighs> I th I, th uh, I think it's looked down upon if you attack weakness. But, but so the fact is, is like if you are weak, you've got to get stronger, or find a place. I mean, how many places, jobs or whatever, is weakness considered a good thing? Oh, none. I mean, you want, you want strong people around. Yeah. You. I don't ever say do like I'm looking to hire a producer so incompetent, <laughs> so absolutely stupid. And has a huge inability to learn. <laughs> so I could focus on that person. We have to help the weak. And every time I leave here, find out that a million mistakes have been made <laughs> in my absence. <laughs> that wouldn't be a good thing. Does a father sit around and go, I want to raise the weakest children that I possibly can? No. Slow, dim-witted, no upper body strength. <laughs> None? Just can't even like, like a bicep? What I'm going to do is force these kids not to move much. So when they do, uh, their lungs will almost collapse. It's like precogs. Sure. Just keep, keep them in a salt water. bath. <laughs> For some reason, we're now acting like we want a nation of veal babies. Mm. Where we just have soft, 
Delicious. And yet succulent <laughs> and delicious veal babies. Make sure they don't see veal babies, kids of the future. Oh my god, this is a fucking scary future. Mm. It gets better. Because when you get older, you're allowed to yell pansies at people that believe in the Bible. He's got a TV show to promote. I mean, Savage You. Let me tell you something. This fucking TV show is going to be great. It's going to be about young people having sex. Fucking each other. Wow's there. I hope you guys are eating each other's asses, too, right? <laughs> God, come on. That's, that's fun, too, kids. Nick, you're on the Run of Face show. Hey, Ryan, I had a question, because me and my wife just got in a big argument about this, about raising kids, right? I got I got a three-year-old son, and I got a four-year-old daughter. They're playing the other day on the playground, and a six-year-old girl's playing with them, whatever, and I hear her tell my son she's going to smack him in the face, right? So I call my daughter over, come here, you know, and I asked her, I said, listen, I said, just let you know, that girl hits your brother, you better rear back and punch her in the face as hard as you can, you understand me? My daughter said, okay. I said, if you don't, when we go home, I hit you. And that was it. My, my wife found out and flipped out, done the biggest argument. I said, I can't, I can't raise, raise my kids to be you know, weaklings. But, Am dude, you know what? The, I saw that they just locked somebody like you up over the weekend, somebody who dropped their kids off for a fight. And... No, it's not dropping them off. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, just, just protect. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to start a fight. I'm just saying look out for your brother or sister. That's all. I know, but you got to be very careful how you word that these days. Because they will fuck... Seriously, I'm telling you the truth. The shit that you're saying right now, they will fucking lock you up like you're a fucking maniac. Am I wrong, though? Am I wrong in teaching my kids to defend each other? I'm not going to back you up, Nick. This is... Everywhere you go in life is in Philly. Yeah, I know. You know? Not everybody's willing to fucking uh, end up fucking laughing at a duck boat crashing. There's people out there... <laughs> Like other shit. There's other people, seriously, they don't wear flyers jerseys to a funeral. I know this is going to seem shocking to you. They're in the playoffs, though. I know they are. This guy went to a funeral, he's wearing a fucking mask. He's like, look, I got to fucking, this is lucky. Can't take it off. Actually, I think my parents would have been thought of as insane now. Because even my mom used to say, hit him back. And I go, dude, how many times are I going to tell you? This fucking guy's bigger than me. <laughs> It's not going to end well. Go wake Bobby up and let's fucking do this the right way. It's two on one. <laughs> Stop acting like I can do this on myself. Just being smart about it, really. Ba -ba -ba uh, we got a break here. Yeah. Catch up on some breaks. We get up, uh, we get back here. I want to talk a little bit about the pendulet when we had Penn on last week. By the way, I thought Lisa Lampanelli was going to get voted off last night. It didn't happen. Oh, wow, that's a curveball. Yeah, you can't always go by the list around here, I guess. Because <laughs> up to this point, but I guess that the, the Colombian girl, whoever she is, didn't want to do it. Oh, she walked? She's out. Now I'm picking Lisa Lampanelli to win it all. Before Clayton. I heard Clay Aiken's just a fucking crazy man on that show, huh? Yeah. He goes to prove that you can be gay and a bully. <laughs> so can Arsenio. 
He's a gay bully. I see he's gay. Isn't he? I don't know. I never heard that before. Now let me take that back and just say it's no one's business. Well, I thought he was gay. He's playing for a gay uh thing. He's oh, playing shit. for a charity. Like, yeah, gay charity. And I don't know. You ever see Arsenio with a chick? Plus he's thin. Maybe Alright, said he never had gay people on his show, so maybe he's trying to fight that back from 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, that becomes a problem. Why do you have gay people on the show to, to stop stuff? Like, look at coming to America. He didn't seem like that was a gay relationship. <laughs> I thought it was like a manservant type thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Alright, we got a break here. We'll be right back. It is the uh, Run and Fest show. This is the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez. Decisions. He's the decider. The press secretary announces those decisions, and you people of the press type those decisions down. Make, announce, type. Just put them through a spell check and go home. show extremely extremely uh quiet handsome johnny tube steaks today ah tube steaks it always wants to fucking get in it it doesn't seem like it does today Two training steaks. today what's that i'm training today i think you had a party weekend i think tube steaks found himself really living it up over the weekend i did drink a little bit more than i should have this oh weekend. shit what's your drink of choice I'm a I'm a whiskey guy, straight whiskey. Straight up, yeah, straight. Used to be with Coke, but then it got too sweet. Boom, a little whiskey for his problems. I didn't, I, th I figured he would have been like a rum guy or possibly a vodka guy. I used to be vodka. I 
I can't, I can't do vodka anymore. Fucking wrecked me. Make bad choices. Like what? You killed a guy? <laughs> no. No. Look, if you killed somebody, just tell us. No one's going to fucking judge you here. Yeah, it's not All right? like going to fucking This isn't in. a Russian rape room. Mm -mm. You got the right to fucking express yourself. Was it a Russian rape room then? Because vodka? Russians? There's a connection there. No one's going to call you a pansy and chase you out of here. I ain't Dan Savage. Uh, boy, that was some fucking game last night, huh? Chick is wild. Oh, by the way, I'm going to go over and look at our obscenity things. Uh, believe me that I, uh, Johnny's just let adults do whatever they want is by far the leading thing. Consenting adults, Holy whatever shit. they want to do. Crushing. 83%. So let everyone get fucking weirded out. Only 16% of the people go like, hey, let's really... But that might be this thing. Um, Pendulette is up, and if you go over to the uh, wire, I want to play a little piece of what Penn uh, was talking about when he was here last Monday. And uh, what's funny to you? Well, the title is Penn Gillette Rapes All the Women He Wants To. Yes, Penn Gillette rapes all the women he wants to. So he's got it made right now. Um... <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a brilliant thing that he said that day. Well, Pendulette. And actually, I've been through that before uh, with Billy Staples, and believe it or not, Rory, where they both said if they found out without a shadow of doubt that there was no God, they would be stealing a lot from people, and in the case of Billy, raping quite a bit. Just just nonstop fucking rape, taking what you want. Uh, so yes, the title. Pendulette rapes all the woman, women he wants to. That might seem like a shocking title, but it actually makes sense. Let's take a listen. The question I get asked by religious people all the time is, without God, what's to stop me from raping all I want? And my answer is, I do rape all I want, and the amount I want is zero. zero. And I do murder all I want, and the amount I want is zero. The fact that these people think... That if they didn't have this person watching over them, that they would go on killing, raping rampages is the most self-damning thing I can imagine. Right. I don't want to do that. Right now, without any God, I don't want to jump across this table and strangle you. <laughs> I have no desire to strangle you. I have no desire to flip you over and rape you. You know what I mean? I wish he wouldn't have personalized it so much with me, <laughs> but his point, well taken. Uh, and I want to put this out and do an old-fashioned talk radio, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. By the way, you can also vote on this on the IB wire, but uh, do we need religion? Does religion keep people from doing some of these things? Um and it's 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Basically, we've got this, what keeps you from committing crimes? Fear of the God and afterlife? Fear of criminal prosecution? Fear my dad will hit me with the belt still? And because it's the best thing to do for everyone. 
Uh, Hicks, what about for you? Uh, say for the stealing aspect, like, mm. like violent crime, I just, that my answer would be because it's the best thing to do for everyone. I don't yeah. want to rape anyone or murder or kill. Thievery, maybe? Criminal prosecution. Not no after, the afterlife thing doesn't bother me. Now let me ask you this though: okay. <clears throat> Would you steal from under, other individuals, or you just uh, are you a corporate thief? I would like that. That's too fucked up. I would yeah. like put a, pull a gun on someone, give me your fucking wallet. Right. No, that's that seems like hurting and the someone. reason why you wouldn't do that is because that's not the thing human <laughs> beings should do. I don't want to hurt other people. Now let me ask you this: yeah. Is any of that uh, religious right, uh, based? For me, no. It's I. I mean, I'm, I'm so not. So where very do your religious. where does your morality come from if it's not from religion? Because I hear from people all the time that somehow religion is morality based. But obviously, most of these things go back pre Christianity. But most of the religions have like a morality thing. A- at the very least, we don't do this to our own tribe. Yeah, it's almost a self-preservation. Like even the Vikings, you could do all the raping and pillaging that you wanted, but you couldn't do it to Vikings. Yeah. Uh, the mafia, you could do a lot of things, but one of the things that could get you killed is fucking over another mafia guy. You couldn't bang another mafia dude's wife. No, then you're fucked. That was a death sentence, even uh, if you were higher up. Um, let's uh, so. I'm going to just go over and see how people do this right away. And this is the early voting. Uh, they're agreeing with Hicks because it's the right and best thing to do uh, for everything. Um, let's go over to Chris in Iowa. Chris, you're on Running Fez. Hey, love, love show, guys. Yeah. Uh, don't we already have, religion already has kind of an out clause for that with confession and, and basically like death, deathbed conversions where you get absolved of your sins anyway? Uh, yes, there certainly is that. There's no doubt about it. The odd thing about confession is that it does work also on a psychological angle, that it does help to say to another person, I've fucked up. The bad things I've done. And have that other person, what? Why are you making such a big deal about that? Yeah, it's not really all that much. Sh- we all fuck up. I feel really shitty about it, though. Dude, we're all human. I the guilt. I know. Well, look, I'm telling you, it's not so bad. <laughs> so you, better. You, you would think that someone who's really, really believes everything in their religion, that would actually be less of something that discourages them than criminal prosecution. Because if, if they believe in the system so much, then they could go out and kill somebody and just ask for forgiveness. No, it does not mean that you're absolved of, of man's rules, though. Right. If you're a fucking Catholic... And you steal something, and you go in. The priest also says to you, "Dude, you got to return this shit, and you got to take the punishment that's handed out." They don't fucking hide you out from from man's rules. Um, matter of fact, most churches also think that you should be a member in your community, and that's what a lot of people uh, put up with. Uh, a lot of people go, "Look, I don't like everything about the religion." But we need this for our society. Um, let's go over to Ben. Ben, you're on the Run of Fez show. Um, matter of fact, turn your radio down, or I gotta. You should be a member. All right, I gotta move out. Jason, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I'm an atheist for 25 years, ever since I was 15 years old. And I never in front of a judge. I've never cheated on my wife or a girlfriend. I've always treated people like I want them to treat me. 
and I've got plans for Catholics and Jews and all that, and they've done far worse things than me. And so, as an atheist, I, I don't understand where they, how their religion helps them in any way. Uh, it is an interesting thing, and I would like to hear that from more religious people. As a matter of fact, Jerry Barker is going to come in one day, and we're going to talk about the Catholic Church. Uh, he's still very, very much involved with it. Also went through Notre Dame. Um, he's super Catholic. Let's go over here to Chris. Chris, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, Ron, I'd like to say, um, what would keep you from murdering somebody? Is it your morality or the fact that you might get caught and go to jail for the rest of your life? I have never thought that it was. Now, I, as a matter of fact, I'm going to say both of those things are going to play into it. There is no back. There's no doubt that I think uh, laws make sense, particularly when you're younger and a little more fired up. But then I remember the amount of laws that I also broke. Um, Chris has no problems breaking the laws now that he thinks are worth the risk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, if I get away with selling a ridiculous amount of drugs, make a good amount of money, sure. But I don't want to do that. I don't oh, want to I, go to prison. I, I, went, I learned at a very early age, I didn't want to fucking... Uh, the weight of the fucking punishment that comes along with being a drug dealer. That I'm like, no, it's this scary. is fucking <laughs> bad. Yeah, and I was one of those guys that was pre-18 when I got popped. And I'm like, and they all were telling me, hey, in two years, you'd really be fucked. And I'm like, okay, back in my mind. How else can we get high without fucking doing this? Because up to that point, I was thinking, a life as a drug dealer would be really fucking fun. You know? Yeah. Um. Let's go over here to Tyler. You're on Fez. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. Uh, I called to ask you a question, but hearing all the other callers, I, I'm i a believer. Mm-hmm. And in, in the Bible, it says that no sin is greater than the other. I mean, rape and rape is just as bad as theft. And I mean, and one sin's no bigger than the other. But, but do you think I, that for a second? Do you think... That rape is the same as lying to somebody? I know, and that's where it gets kind of fishy, but uh, the question I wanted to ask you is, do you believe in everybody? What do you think about everybody trying to take God out of the schools and out of the Pledge of Allegiance and trying to take Christ out of Christmas? And well, first, that's, that's the whole reason we celebrate Christmas. Uh, for, first of all, I will agree with you. I think Christmas should be celebrated as Christmas. As far as the God in the schools, the dangerous problem there is, do you want all the gods in the schools or just the one that you like? Uh, I don't think that you would like that your kids to get the same kind of Christianity that was given to me because I'm a Catholic and I'm going to imagine that you're one of the Protestant religions. So it gets to be a very tricky thing. The only way I would be comfortable with it is that it was introduced as mythology and let the kids talk about it, I think, could be helpful. On the other hand, I don't think most of the kids give a shit and just want to sit there and not pay attention. Like, I hear them bringing up evolution. Like, I don't want my kids to learn about evolution. Try to fucking teach a kid about evolution. They, most of the kids in science class have been fucking drilled where they don't give a shit anymore. No, they want to get through the class. Um, let's go over to Ian. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah. 
Uh, I just think that you do need some sort of outside of mankind God figure, not religion per se, but something that's outside of man, because the state can make up any morality it wants. Uh, I hate to do it, but, you know, go back to if the state says, let's kill all the certain type of people, <clears throat> you know, that's the state saying that's their uh, morality at that point right. in time. But where where did Christianity help the Native Americans? Exactly. It's not necessarily Christianity. I just do think that there's some there should but, be something. But where does that shall not kill help us help the Muslims when we were sending bombs over there? At right. no time does it has it ever been like. And I can't think of a time where across the board the religious leaders have ever jumped up and said war is bad. As a matter of fact. It's normally just the opposite, where you find the most kind of Christian people is where they're willing to send people off to war, particularly when it comes to killing non-Christian people. It's always been that way. Um, let's go over to Keith in Pittsburgh. Keith, how are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Hey, Ron, I saw a couple of things about religion. I moved away from religion when I realized it was a means of manipulation and it wanted to try to control and strike fear. I believe in Christ. Um, Christ was an actual person, but he was just one of these guys who got it. He was um, he was enlightened. But my, my take on as far as doing good things and bad things, I think there's like a you know positive and negative energy. It's almost like a car karmatic thing. I'm not going to steal or kill anybody unless unless I'm defending myself because I think we're put on this earth to um, to add value, you know, and try to help when we can. And if we do something of the counter to that. It kind of comes back, so it's almost like weights and measures. It kind of comes back to what goes on comes from, basically. All right, so you are kind of following like a Buddhist thing, some kind of a yeah, karma. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. more Zen, more, more Buddhist, um, more of like an Eastern religion type now, thing. Now, here's what gets to me, too, thing. though. You said that Christ is an, uh, an, was an enlightened man and he got it, but then he would have been making this bizarre s statement that he was the only son of God <laughs> and had he the power to that. do all this he, stuff. He never said that. It was just his truth. In fact, it was, well, who was the emperor? Uh, one of the emperors but of Rome. How, how do they, you know what he said? It's This always gets to me about Christ. The fact that he himself never wrote a book is just really a mind-blowing mistake. <laughs> um, you could have really just fucking solved a lot of fucking yeah. problems. And I know that from having an older sister who I thought changed a lot of the family's rules when she was babysitting and would say, this is what mom and dad wanted you to do. I'd be like, really? Wow. Because now, now there's the run an whole different thing. Um, let's go over here to uh, Harry. Harry, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, hi, fellas. Uh, I'm not religious myself. I think it's a bit of brainwashing, but I do have a lot of friends in my circle that go to church, and I find, as much as I like them, they use going to church every Sunday as a way to clean their slate. You know, they do whatever they want in business, <clears throat> excuse me, business and life, and then every Sunday they're they're clean, fresh, like uh, essentially, you know, baptized, and boom, they start fresh, do whatever the hell they want all week. And then uh, they know they're going to have Sunday to clean it up, so they don't lose any sleep over it. All right, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of curious, what religion do these friends of yours belong to? Oh, I think I think Catholic. I don't think yeah. there's any way out for them, you know. But uh, you know, I'm sure it's the same across the board. There must be people selfish enough to use it for that alone. So you're saying what they don't do is live their life like a Christian, but they're willing to go in Sundays and say, "I'm 
not living my life properly, which I also think that there's some benefit to. I think there's some benefit to saying, I'm a human being, I'm trying to get better, but I fucking, you know, I'm still struggling with it. I got problems. I would... I have a friend who feels like it takes it this way. Has to go to church every Sunday. Still feels that way or else God will punish him. But also the thing is, like, if he stopped skipping church, then, like, that would just be the beginning of him going downhill into a life of, of sin. So what do you think of that? Um, it sounds like he's really putting it more on his well, action than his belief. Like, but what is wrong with that? Look, there are a lot of people who tell me, you can have one beer. You can have one. And I fucking tell them, no, I won't be just having one beer. That is impossible for people for the outside. Maybe this, the, your guy, your friend, who I'm starting to think is you, Fess. Uh, maybe he knows himself a lot better than you know him. You know what I mean? And is thinking to himself... If I don't have some kind of program to live by, I'm fucked. I will be fucked. Now, to a non-alcoholic person, uh, they'll never get that. Remember I told you I wasn't smoking cigars? Yeah. Smoked one cigar. Mm -hmm. I've been smoking almost nonstop since. Yeah, right back to it. I got to fucking re, you know, reboot again. <laughs> I just don't have it in my mind that I want to restart that. Whenever I give up the booze for Lent, that first time I go drinking... It's like I know, it's like that fucking last forty days was nothing. Nothing. It's like it doesn't even it's not even like a helpful <laughs> skip. It's nothing. It's like what's As a point? matter of fact, Fuck I it. smoke more now than before. I stopped smoking because I'm because in the back of my mind I think I'm probably gonna quit smoking soon. So I better smoke the fuck out of this. You gotta fucking make up for that lost time. Um let's go over to uh India in Savannah, you're on the face. Yeah. Hi, I love the show guys. Hey. Um, I was just uh, saying that uh, you guys were saying that uh, morals, like, I guess I guess I'm trying to say, like, morals, I guess, started with religion. How do you know? Not really. Not really the, like, well, you know, like, in the ancient times, like, uh, with all the gods and goddesses, I mean. We, How do we know? Uh, people, I mean, that, well, uh, any kind of recorded history that we have, you literally have humanity going back many, many times more than that. So how do yeah. we know whether it was a tribal thing first um, and whether the morality, you know, most of the time, and what is the basis for that anyway, other than keeping the law down, keeping people from acting up? I mean, I think the brilliant part of it always has been you bigger guys. You're going to fucking win taking what you want, but then you're going to burn for eternity. And now suddenly people of strength start to show their weakness. And they start to cow down. They're like, yeah, I am scared at nighttime. Oh, no. And even though I'm having a great time, I can fucking grab this and grab that. Now these people, these smarter people than me, are making me act in a certain way. And then I can have a lifetime of milk and honey. What a fucking smooth, carny move that was. Where you're <laughs> literally paying for something, right? 10%. That you never see the pavement back. That happens after you die. You never see the payment on this. Can you imagine any other product that could get away with that? Oh, fuck. Religions are smart as fuck. Yeah, they are. They're brilliant. 
Um, but I really, I think, uh, I get the biggest kick out of fucking Ben Gillette because he's such a fucking thinker. And most people that you meet are not. Uh, this is, by the way, it's up on the IB wire if you want to get in on it. Um, Travis, you're on the Ron Fez show. Ronnie, uh, I believe everybody's a fa- atheist, or they say they're an atheist. And once their child gets sick, once their child goes into the hospital, once their child has been in an accident, all that tough, cool talk goes out the window. And this is where Pendulette loses all of his logic. He became an atheist because his mother was sick of cancer. Pendulette has had a gifted life. He's very intelligent. He's a multimillionaire. And his mother as an adult, he knew it, his mother as an adult, and that's the reason he became an atheist? Don't you cop out. Don't you cop out. All right, first of all, I think he was an atheist even long before that. Uh, But what he said was his, I think it was his mother stayed religious, and he respected that, but his atheism didn't change. I read the book that he wrote, so uh, I know for a fact that you're wrong on that. But the point is, to to just believe in something um, because you're at the lowest fucking point, only to bounce back, would not be able to to make it true anyway. Whether we believe or don't believe in an afterlife, we will have no proof of that here. None. It just won't happen. There won't be the slightest fucking proof that any of us have. No pope has ever said, hey, what do I tell you fucking dudes? See? It's still status faith. It's still matter of faith. Um... Taryn, you're on the run of Fez show. Hi, Ron. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say that I don't believe in any religions because, you know, the idea is that God doesn't make mistakes. God is infallible. But all religions are man-made and therefore fallible or can be, you can find flaws in, in them. So you know, the whole fallibility of stuff, of saying that, you know, the being able to judge whether someone is fallible. If there was just a single intelligent being, right? Yeah. Who came up with a bee and could fucking manufacture bees and the way and then not only that, but keep that going. There would be an intellect on a fucking thing that you would never be able to comprehend. No amount of science that we have can comprehend any of the the fucking exquisite fucking elegance of nature we're only on the tiniest cusp of you know yeah the tiniest cusp of so don't ever i i don't even see how a religion person could understand what's going through with god's head and then you know we always tend to back to love but as far as we can see, does love even exist anywhere else in nature? That's saying out of all the creatures and all the beings on this planet, that love, this we're the only thing that would interest this creator? That seems strange to me. It would seem to me that anybody that could have like a personal God, yeah, if there was personal gods, that a fucking ladybug would have the same thing as a human. I mean, if you're going to say we're smarter than them, 
Not to anybody who can invent tides and gravity and fucking black stars. They're all the same. It's yeah. just all the same crap we're, shit. We're probably just about as smart as a fucking <laughs> ladybug. I don't think uh, we would go. Um, Doug, you're on Run a Fez. Uh, hey, Ron. Yeah. So I, I guess I just wanted to hear your thoughts on, you know, how religion became such a central part of the conversation in this country, especially with, with all that, you know, else we have going on. You know, and, and it may have been this way through history. I'm not that old. But, you know, it seems to me that, you know, there's a lot of other better topics uh, that we all have in common that, that need a lot of discussion rather than just, Spending our time, you know, focusing on things that people believe. All right, so you're talking about whether there should be prayer in school or abortion and all that kind of stuff. I I don't think it deserves our conversation. Personally, I believe that the government needs to stay out of abortion, marriage, things like that. And I consider myself sort of a religious guy. I do have my questions, and I guess that's part of growing in in any sort of faith. But I think think from a purely Christian outpoint, you know, point of view, I don't know that we need to be spending time even discussing abortion. That's kind of a thing between you and your maker. Yeah, you know, but, marriage wasn't a government idea. It was a religious idea. You know, Fez well, no, no. on his be being married. But, you know, if you go back to it, and I don't know why that, you know, no matter, you say it's a religious idea, but no matter what church you get married in, you still have to go down to fucking town hall and get a fucking piece of paper to make and it I don't official. Know how that happens. And that's the that's the point of it that is official. Because let's face something. When people get divorced, right, they don't go back to the church where they got married at and say who gets the kids and who gets the house. They go to a judge. I don't think whatever blessings you want to give this government document to me, is almost the same kind of blessings that you would give a, a fucking boat that you were launching. You know what I mean? I if you have a superstitious thing that you want to add on to a government document, that's up to you. I don't know why anybody thinks that marriage is, at any, is anything other than what happens when you pick up the document down at the fucking courts, which is the most boring part of the whole thing. <laughs> when you go down, here, we sign the papers. It's official now? That's it. As a matter of fact, I know a friend of mine who had a gigantic fucking wedding, Greek wedding. Mm. His wife did not sign the fucking papers. Uh, and so he's not legally married. Like to the day? Like it's... To this day, they had a fight. She didn't sign. So they're kind of broken up now anyway. But they were never married anyway. All right. Despite the fact... This giant wedding, right? That I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. They have the big kiss. 200 people clap. Went across the street to have the party. She was mad at him. Didn't sign. And they're not married. They never got fucking married. So So the church doesn't mean shit. So they just dropped a $25,000 fucking party. So as far as the gay guys go... They got to go down and same, sign the same document, which is not that much different than if you guys were opening up a fucking clothing store together, you know what I mean, or a fucking restaurant. It's the same kind of thing. Hey, it's a business decision. Um, let's go over here to um, Patrick. Patrick, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Um, yeah. I, I, I want to say this without sounding like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dick, but when I think of people that really believe in religion, like if somebody I know, I was raised Roman Catholic, and I kind of decided at a young age that I didn't believe it, and I thought it was kind of foolish, the, the whole belief system and the stories and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So when somebody asks me or tells me, well, just because you don't believe in the religion, you still have to respect someone else who does, I just find that weird. It's, it, I, if somebody believes in something that I find extremely foolish and just and crazy, why am I then expected to then respect that person or, or consider them an intelligent person? If somebody tells me, I believe when I die that I float up into the clouds and I live in heaven, why would I then go, well, that's a valid belief and I respect your opinion? I, I, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I don't respect that opinion. I think it's, I think it's stupid. So you think that believing in any religion just, just leaves them childish? Yeah, I think so. I think that, I don't know, it's really hard to, I know I've come off sounding like a dickhead, but I think that if you, if you can look out at all this and stuff like that, everything in the universe and all the stuff we know about, it, about everything that's going on, and then say, yeah, I've, I've thought about all that, and I think I know what's going on based on this book or based on... Right. On the story I, or something. I think a giant part of it is people's need to exist. Right. And that's what it is. It's a fear of not existing. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why not just... Uh, why? What's this fear? What? It's like well, I think you made a great point um, a couple, you know, a few shows back, maybe a year ago or something, when you said that, you know, it's not like when you die, you're going to go, oh, shit, you know, 30 Rock is on. I'm going to miss that. Or... Uh, I guess I'm not going to see I, how Game of Thrones ends or Mike, something like that. Uh, Patrick, I'm going to keep you on for a second because Jason uh, wants to talk about something. You might, Jason, go ahead. What was your point that you wanted to make? What's up? Yeah, I'm uh, more or less agnostic. I I realize that I don't know what goes on in the universe. I don't even come close to comprehending it. Right. Yet we have somebody like Patrick here who, oh, he just, he knows. And anybody who might not necessarily know, or maybe they think they know, but not know like him, oh, they're fucking stupid. Is that right, Patrick? No, no, that's not... Well, what is it, then? Well, the, the point is, okay, if you have a... a, a you don't, you don't respect their opinions because what they believe is so stupid, so how is that not what you're saying? Well, basically, I mean, I have no problem with them practicing the religion. That's not what I'm... I'm not trying to prevent anybody from believing what they want to believe. Not what I said. But, from a from a practical standpoint, it's impossible to avoid. If you as a person have uh, myself, like I mentioned before, I'm raised Roman Catholic. Okay. If I then look at that Catholicism and say, this is crazy. I mean, the, the, the stories that, especially in the Old Testament and stuff like that, I've had to read the Bible several times. They're very, very out there. And it's yeah, extremely, well, I mean, you do know. Let, let, let me finish. It's extremely hard to fit, it's extremely hard to wrap your head around that and say. So then a grown adult that I know, as, a, uh, as, as an acquaintance of mine or something, then says, yeah, I do believe that there was a bush uh, that was on fire that talked to a man, and I do believe that angels fought demons and stuff like that. Then why is it, why is it forced upon me to then look at them and say, well, that's a completely valid belief, and, and I respect that belief, and I think that that's an intelligent uh, decision to make. Jason, uh, let's give Jason the last shot there. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, no, okay, look, those things... Uh, I don't. I don't know what to make of those. You know, like I said, I'm kind of agnostic. I don't know. Uh, 
maybe they're metaphors, maybe the book has nothing to do with what's really out there, but to say there's definitely no higher being, that's fucking crazy. I'm not... That's not what I said at all. That's here. not what I said at all. I, have, well, I, have a, I have definitely believe that there's something... Then how are you an atheist if you believe that there's a higher... What I the never said I was an atheist. About? I never said I was an atheist. He says he's not religious. That's the whole thing. And I'm going to let both of you guys go because there's a lot of people who want to get in. But that's the, uh, the atheist thing. People get very frustrated when people say that they're an atheist because they don't know. They just don't know. And that's basically where Penn Jillette, which I think he's a brilliant guy to listen and talk about this stuff, he will say his, he's got a hunch, he's got a feeling... He would bet that there's nothing after, but he can't be 100% sure. I don't know why we just can't be just so blown away that there's life at all. That's the fucking shit that no one seems... Forget about afterlife. How come you're not fucking just blown away that there's something? Let's take it completely for granted. Right, the vast yes. majority of you know the entire fucking planet. Not only that, but we're bored with it. Yeah. There's nothing to do. What makes you think you're just going to be so good at heaven if you can't be good at earth? Hopefully, if you can't yeah. enjoy it, if you can't be humbled here, what makes you feel like you could be humbled in fucking heaven? And there's on demand in heaven, so just watch whatever you want to watch. I know a lot of times that when these grown-up conversations take place, we want to try to relax and use humor to stop some of the... Look at this. There's Pendulette on TV right now next to Joel Gray. Oh, shit. I don't know what they were fucking selling. Well, we were just talking about them. Uh, the piece is up. It's called Pendulette Rapes All the Women. Uh, he wants to. And then, uh, which we probably should have called the the article the same thing. Because I think it's fucking hysterical. That's the funniest fucking title I've ever seen. Um, Ozzy, you're on yeah, Ron. Yeah. How you doing? But yeah, I just wanted to point out that um, if you look at all the, the major religions, Muslim, Judaism, Christianity, they, they're all based on the same thing. The Old Testament and, 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 um, and Judaism and Christianity is the same thing. They only vary when they, you know, when they bring Christ into it. The, um, the Quran is the same. It matches the Old Testament story for story. So, so, that, so what's that, your you point? Know, that tells me that, you know, this is all made up. And then people, and throughout history, it's been tweaked. Protestant was decided that the, the king wanted to divorce, so he tweaked Christianity to say, okay, now I can divorce, and it's legal in the church. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. that yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the things that came up. There was other stuff where, of course, the Catholic popes weren't following the Bible at all. They're having a good time. I'm making some fucking bank on it. <laughs> Well, that last hour went fast. We That's gave you everything goes. today. That's how it goes. We gave you grilled cheese sandwiches. We gave you Russian rape porn. You had that going for you. You had Chris Stanley look into the abyss of whether or not his love was real or not. Oh, 100% real. 80% real. There's 100. no doubt. 100%. 100%. UPS, man. UPS is a fucking shitty service anyway. All right, two FedEx guys. Feel better? No, I hate any sort of overnight delivery. <laughs> Kinkos or no, not Kinkos. DHL, that God fucking one. Kinkos, would you please mail something for me? <laughs> no. Point Express, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, three o'clock snack is coming up. I'm not even sure what we have today. A mystery snack. Sometimes the best kind. Like I like to get snack. just even a little hint. Um, all right, I will just tell you this. Yeah. Roller girls. Oh, shit. And leave it at that. Who doesn't like girls on st- on skates? Sexy. That's coming up in 10 minutes at the iBank. I'd like to get uh, Johnny involved a little bit tomorrow. Get him to stop this thing. Tube You know, oh, I drink all weekend and I don't have time. You think I'm not drinking tube steaks? You think I'm having a fucking sobriety party? And yet he's able to do both. He's able to drink and yell out Crazy. his conditional loves. <laughs> Unconditional. Uh, you can keep on voting, too, on the Penn Gillette rapes all the women he wants to. All of them. I shouldn't even say that. He rapes all the men he wants to. Oh. I got to find a happy hour before it gets banned. Every hour is happy hour in your world. Let's get the Tito's out. Uh, I got anything else I need to plug? We're good? We're good to go. See you guys back in here tomorrow. We'll keep the satellite of love going now. Hope you enjoy that. Oh, one more thing. Uh, that's the uh, Dubai show. Donk. This has been the Ron and Fez Show. If you missed any or all of it, or you crave the comfort of listening to sounds that are familiar to you, that'll bring you back to your childhood earlier today, check out the Ron and Fez replay. Weekdays at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific. XM 105, Sirius 206. The Opie Anthony Channel.